We always gotta play some music for, for the shit to start off. I saw a viral clip of this today, and I was like, this is the one right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 101 of the Dancer Project. I got my guy, Aldo at Iron University, in the building. Doing this if you can't do this, I'll do something wrong with you. Girl, I can't understand it. Why you wanna hurt me? After all of the things I've done for you. You heard the song before though, when it when the intro starts. Heard it, heard it. Levels in the gym parking lot today, goddammit. And it felt fucking good. If I was 10 years younger, right here, when I was, when I would have went in the gym right before I went in the gym. <laughs> Just like Rick James. Ladies and gentlemen, I got my guy Iron University in the building. It is way past his fucking bedtime. Yeah. You go to sleep early and shit. Yeah. So let the people know who you are. I'm the owner of Iron University. And you're a whole lot of other cooler shit than that. I mean, it is cool to own Iron University. So, I am the owner of Iron University, and I also have an Instagram page called Glutes Daddy. Everybody thinks it's because I train a bunch of girls with big fucking butts. But, in reality, it's my dog's name, and I'm her dad. So, that's why it's Glutes Daddy. But but it is it is a like subliminal shot, though. 
because you also are the glutes daddy. Yeah, but first remember on my on my door it was uh, the glute father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I learned everything from Charles Glass, and he's called the Godfather of bodybuilding. So someone called me the glute father, and then I didn't kind of want to use that, and then. I got glutes, yeah, and then I made glutes, daddy, and then I made glutes, Miami. And for those of you that don't know, glutes is an awesome dog. She's all right, the fucking best. That's that's who glutes is. So in, ca- in case you're confused, he is actually glutes, daddy. daddy you but know? I train a bunch of girls with big, big glutes. But they didn't have as big of glutes before they got to you. Yeah, they weren't that bad, and they just got out of fucking like just blew up. So, so you you're the guy that blows up glutes, yeah, and builds glutes when you don't have glutes too. So tell me this, like for the people that don't know who the fuck you are, right? Because because the thing I like to do on this show is let people kind of get the idea of who you are from scratch. So oh, from the when, beginning, from the beginning. So so what I want to ask you is who the fuck is Aldo, and how did how did this become a thing? Like was it something that you started learning? As a child? As a fucking child, dude. As a fucking child. Break that down for so me. So when I was in fifth grade when I started working out, that's like, wh- what is that, like 10, 11 years old? Like when you're in fifth grade? I have no idea. 10. That's well, fucking, fucking 10 years fucking old. Before I learned how to jerk off, I was fucking holding a dumbbell in my hand instead of my <laughs> cock. I was fucking doing hammer curls instead of jerking off my dick. Pretty much. <laughs> and... I, like, if you read all, like, the, you know, listen to all the other, like, like, trainers or fitness influencers or even bodybuilders, they always talk about I started in high school, I started in college, I started at an older age. So they have less experience. Now, I'm not saying I have the most experience. I'm just saying, like, majority of the time you start, you know, later on in life. So I started off young and then, uh, like, in fifth grade. And then I was doing, like, the monkey bars. You know how, like, every school has monkey bars and shit? So I was trying to do pull-ups, but there was, like, one of my boys out there. His name's Jason. I still keep in contact with him. That motherfucker always did pull-ups, and I could never do a pull-up back then. <laughs> We're still boys to this day. Um, but, um, yeah, I was always trying to do a pull-up, and I couldn't, but I would work out at home. And I started smoking weed, and, like, everybody else, when they're in fifth grade, and then... I started hanging around with the eighth graders, and I was in Wait, say that again. Which you said, one? like, everybody else when they were in the fifth grade? Yeah, right. Well, my friend, my <laughs> school, my school, like, everybody was smoking weed back Not then. Not me, goddammit, at fifth grade? Jesus. Fifth, sixth grade, around, like, yeah. I think I lasted to ninth grade. You started in, at ninth? Yeah. I stopped. Maybe even later. Maybe I stopped ten. at ninth grade. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Why'd you stop? I st- it's, I, I, honestly, I don't know because it was so. I bought like a half eighth of like Crippy, and I remember it was like in those M M&M and M bottles. That's how the guy yeah, like yeah. sells it. And I smoked a joint with that weed. I was high as shit, and then the next day, from the same stash, I smoked another joint, and I started getting fucking. And remember, I'm fucking young. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I started getting paranoid. I started having caught him mouth to the point where I, I was like, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then I remember I'm like, shit, my I'm like shaky, like trembling type of thing. And I go to take a shower 
and I was so high. I'm like sitting in the shower like this on the floor <laughs> for like two hours. And then I get out of the shower and all I hear is still the water hitting the floor. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I started freaking out. I called my mom. I'm oh, like, well, yeah. yeah. And then she's like, what the she, And then like she came home from work because I stayed home. No, yeah, I stayed. Yeah, I stayed home. It was like a Thursday or Friday. And then I stayed home and then she came. But I slept it off and then I was like, fuck. My mom found out I smoke weed. Uh, I'm scared to smoke weed now. <laughs> but I, but then like two months later, I was going to the ice arena. Like to back then on 163rd in Miami by where Prestige uh, Audi is right now. There used to be a fucking ice arena where all the like kids would go get dropped off by their parents and go ice skating right before we went there me and my next door neighbor one of my best friends back back in the day we smoked i took like two hits and i haven't smoked in like three months took two hits and then i'm in the back seat by myself he's in the front seat the other guy's in the front seat i'm like oh my god it's happening again he's like (laughs) (laughs) he's like no i'm like and i just felt the car just go poof I'm like, oh my god, and I got picked up by my mom, and then I went back home. I'm like, I'm ne- I, damn, I can't smoke anymore. So I stopped smoking. But then, I, while I stopped smoking, I started smoking cigarettes. Like I was smoking cigarettes and like black. I was fucking smoking packs of black and milds. Like I would take the fucking black and mild, like you know how it's a strip. I would bite it, and then it would turn into a circle. I just smoked them shits like fucking straight up like cigarettes. Oh my goodness! I, I, lo- the, I loved black and mild. To the fu- you know went until the fucking uh, yeah yeah it yep, started yep, melting and yep. shit to that point, and then just like <laughs> smoking that shit all the time. And then I went through phases of smoking like uh, it was good Adrian, it was good Bingus Angus. Started smoking uh what was it? Fuck Newports, Parliaments, uh what else? Parliaments. Uh, I even started smoking uh. Marlboro Reds. Yeah. And then back Marlboro then. Marlboro Reds were like extreme. I, I smoked those a little bit. Yeah. I smoked cigarettes when I did other drugs. Mm. That's the only time I ever did. Yeah. But I never was like a. I, I bought one pack of cigarettes and I, I, I did one. Like I was living in Orlando at the time. And I, I did one of those and I tasted Ooh. how bad my breath smelled. Yeah. You know, or tasted. Mm. And then that was the last time. The first and last time I ever bought a pack of cigarettes. Damn. It was fucking gross. Yeah, I was. I got addicted to cigarettes. So before but, we go too past, because now we, we went we went far past. Who the yeah, fuck but like, so in that area, so that's where I was setting everything up. So when I was smoking weed, I started smoking cigarettes. And I was going to Walgreens to ask people to buy me blunts, like Optimos and shit. I remember Optimos with the green leaves and shit like that. And cigarettes, too. I would ask people, hey, can you buy me cigarettes? No. And then I would stand and buy the fucking magazine section, which is by the entrance. But when I would smoke weed with my friends the around Aventura, the only place that we could, like, hang out at high as fuck was this place. It used to be called the Bay Club by the Founders Park. And every all the, like, doors were locked. The only one door that was open was the gym door. I never been into a gym. All I did was the monkey bars and, like, my mom's weights at home. And then we're all high and we're just sitting on a machine. And I'm I'm sitting on a peck deck. I didn't know what the fuck it was, but we're all just sitting, talking shit, high as shit. 
but those were our chairs up when we were high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our chilling spot inside a gym. And then one day I just started like, and then we're there every day because we're fucking potheads. Yeah. And I started liking it because I'm high, I'm feeling it. And I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. The kids I was hanging around with, they're in high school and I was younger. They're already jacked and I'm there like learning this machine. And then I started, that's how I started working out was in that little. So you gym. were deep into that shit where like, well, how is this? Yeah, high as fuck. I could feel it. Yeah. Feel it. Yeah, yeah. man. That's I how was, I started yeah. working out. I never got to where you're at. <laughs> like, I, I I know that when I have trained, I always was, like, real into the mechanics of it, right? And I never got uh, serious with it. But it's when, this is just kind of an idea of how him and I met. Um, I saw a couple of your workout videos to Erica when she was posting it. And... It seemed like you were a mastermind of what I thought the gym should be, or what like work what working out should be like. Like your body is like this, and and this is exactly how it happened. My back was fucked, like destroyed. I I could barely walk. I was in and out of the hospital. I was taking painkillers, and I was like, I need somebody to fucking fix my back. And I hit up Aldo. He's like, oh, that's fine. It's not a problem. And I'm like, yeah, it's actually kind of difficult. I got this injury. He's like, ah, it's fine. It's not a fucking problem. Like, made it seem like it was nothing. And I'm like, I might as well fucking see what the fuck is going on. But your mechanics are literally, like, what I thought it should be. But, you know, I've never seen anything like it. And then you're like, nope, hold it here. Right here. Squeeze. Stay there. Like, the workout is hard during the preparation. The if that, if, if people yeah, understand the learning, that. Yeah. Like, not the even that, phase. like, just being able to, like, when you say. The brace. Yeah, just when you say, like, here, sit on this machine, and the way I have to sit on it was a workout. Like, <laughs> yeah. like all right, flex your abs, hold it tight. Yeah, it's called bracing, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, there you go. You're setting yourself up, yeah. So. But then, like, I when I was asking. So doing you, that, smoking. Yeah, and then. And I sitting would, on that machine, is that how you started, like, getting through that process? Actually, physically working out, and then what got me mentally more involved in it was standing by the magazine section asking people to buy me cigarettes all the time and no one wanted to fucking buy me cigarettes majority of the time so i'm there like two hours asking people muscle magazines i read every single fucking muscle magazine from front to back it was flex magazine muscle mag de muscular development iron man muscle and fitness and i read everything front to back and that's when I started learning about Charles Glass because Charles Glass was the only trainer that was in those magazines. And you see him, like, train, like he was signed to Celtic. I remember everything, dude. Like, he was signed to Celtic. He, Jay Cutler was signed to Celtic. Chris Cormier was signed to Celtic. Dexter Jackson. Fuck, man. This Indian guy with the best perfect fucking abs. Amir Haddad or Haddad Amir. I don't know. I, but he had, like, the perfect abs. And then Charles Glass was at the fucking end of the table like fucking the Godfather. And that's what it was, the Godfather of bodybuilding. And he'd have columns in there, like in all the other magazines, about training. And I would read them. And then I would, that's when I started getting into high schoolish, ninth grade, 10th grade. And that's when I stopped smoking weed, ninth grade. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ninth grade he stops i started fuck. I, I stopped and then i kept working out and then youtube came out did it come out then 
Or is that when you started noticing it? Because I don't know when it fucking came out. I don't know. I just remember magazine, Charles Glass. YouTube, Charles Glass. And then this guy that was training my friends in high school at LA Fitness in Miami Gardens. Uh, his name was Jesse. He was like fucking tall, scary. He looked like The Undertaker pretty much. Oh, shit. Tall as shit. And he used to play for the Baltimore Ravens and... My friends would tell me the the kid that fucking did monk uh, pull ups in the monkey bars was working out with this guy, motherfucker, and <laughs> he's like, "Yo, you should come work out with us." Da da da. I'm like, "All right, cool." And then he, they're explaining that like he trains with Charles Glass, da da da, for so many years. And I I, I know who Charles Glass is because that's the only guy I read up on in the magazines. And then at the same time, uh, YouTube started coming out. So you didn't grow up idolizing your Arnold Schwarzenegger, Franco Colombo, it was Charles Glass? Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. I didn't like I only idolized like The Rock. Yeah, the Rock. I didn't watch man. fucking Muscle Man. Like I like I like The Rock. I mean he had muscles, but I was just like <laughs> So you're talking in, about wrestling? You were watching wrestling? And yeah, shit? I remember I was watching wrestling, but I wasn't into the working out stuff back then. And then uh I ended up going to LA Fitness start and I met this guy. The first thing we we're gonna do was back, and it was my first time meeting him. We did a reverse lap pull down, and that's an exercise that Charles Glass gives you. It's a reverse lap pull down. You bring your butt out, and then you grab the handles, and then you pull down. And then as soon as I grabbed it, I remember this day. I grabbed it. Remember, this is ninth grade. I grab it. The guy's like, "You have tendonitis on your left elbow, right?" I'm like, "How the fuck did you know, dude? I had tendonitis in ninth fucking grade." <laughs> That's how much of a fucking meathead I was, like, as a, a fucking child. Yeah. I had tendonitis in ninth, gra ninth grade. How did he know, and how did you know? Because I was reading magazines. What the, what the fuck? My elbows hurt. <laughs> and then he saw, I don't know, I was so young. I, I thought it was, like, a miracle. But then now I could tell when someone has, like, some injury or something. Yeah. Like, when, oh, your foot's all crooked. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. You're like, how'd you know? Well, your toe's like this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So, but back then I didn't know how he knew that, but now I kind of do. So I started training with him and then I, dude, I started trying every fucking supplement. Like every fuck. And, and back then when the supplements were actually kind of disgusting, not like this. Yeah. You know yeah, I, mean? I was mixing fucking. And it'll explode. And NO2, the big horse pills yeah, and shit, yeah. Gakic, Lu Kick, Lucene, like all that fucking, that line, the purple pills, the gold pills, Waxy the maze. Dude, I was popping all those fucking pills, man. I was fucking taking M1T. <laughs> I remember, I didn't even know what the fuck that was, but it was a pro-hormone, so pretty much I was taking steroids when I was in fucking high school. Yeah, dude, it was fucking the best, because I was fucking, like, <laughs> taking every fucking supplement in the fuck, And, like, I was the only white boy in my fucking school that was, like, jacked. And really? Like, I, I feel like out here, well, I mean, I thought that out here would have been, like, um crazy on it you know because back where i'm from like there's the select few that go to the gym it's not really a big thing out in buffalo new york you know what i mean it's cold so yeah. people don't really get over here people are always showing off their bodies and shit yeah so back then though remember social media wasn't around yeah like no one really understood bodybuilding like no one would take out their prep meal yeah they wouldn't yeah, dare yeah, yeah, or yeah, for they sure. would We're, never show right. a gallon water back then this was like when it was like what the fuck are you eating yeah, like, when you were a weirdo for doing it. Exactly. And I was fucking doing that shit back then. Like, I regret not fucking eating the fucking lunch, cafe the cafeteria lunch, bro. Not eating it? 
Yeah, because I would bring my own chicken breast and shit. Why I, do you regret not eating it, though? Because I remember the cookies were so good my senior year. I'm like, damn, I could have been eating this ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. Like, their cookies were miss. so soft. They, they'd sell two cookies, and then, like, in the middle, they get stuck together because they're, like, <laughs> just mushy. Oh, that's, that's right. You are the fucking cookie monster. Jesus, and their pizza, too, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> the square pieces? Did no, you get there was, like, they got them from across the street. Oh my god! Uh, you were spoiled because we didn't get that shit. We had to. We had yeah, to our school. I mean, the, our school was like a pretty good school back then because it was brand new. It was like, uh, uh, what was it half magnet? It was a half. They had a magnet program in there, and we were an A plus school, plus a magnet program. So it was like new and it was like developed crop. Junior high school. Yeah, so you you had had one of the cool ones. Yeah, like the students. I wasn't fortunate was, to get one of the cool ones. Now it's like fucking hood. Now it's hood. Everything like is fucking yeah, true. yeah. Out here has definitely changed a little bit, yeah, you know. Um, so, so that is your entry into the game. Like, was was one of your parents really into bodybuilding and shit? No. Why'd your mom have weights laying around? Because she was trying to lose weight back then. Like my my mom and dad got divorced in fifth grade. Is that why you started smoking? Damn. Yeah. Right what? there you go. Boom. <laughs> we just figured something out here on the dance project. Let's go. See that? This is therapy. This is it right here. But I, I got iron therapy. Yeah, we're, ta- we're tapping in how how it's how it all begins. Um, yeah. So like, my mom was trying to lose weight, and she had some like weights laying around, and then I would pick them up, curl them, and then she all right, she had bands too. I remember she had bands. I would curl them, and then like in seventh grade, I remember going to my math class. I used to have like a fucking. I used to wear uh, rubber bands. My hair, because I used to like grow out my hair, and then oh, you had the long ass hair. Yeah, and then I remember I'd like flex my biceps and be like, "Look at my biceps!" Yeah, and I'm fucking like this. But I remember fucking like flexing for everybody, and then like not having that much. And then, uh, yeah, that's why my mom had those. And then I got a gym membership at LA Fitness, but before that, I was training across the street from my from my house. It was called Olympia Gym. And I remember I smoked like I smelled like cigarettes, like this is how. Like, and my mom took for my birthday gift. First, she got me a bench from like Walmart or something, like you know with the leg extension yeah, and yep, the yep. preacher curl. Yep. And yeah, it was fucking ninth grade, dude. I remember. Okay, shit, everything's fucking coming. wobbles and shit. Yeah, and <laughs> it has an easy bar. Yeah. I remember it was uh, you know, my ninth grade year. Winter vacation, we get two weeks off. All I knew how to do was bench press. So I bench, like I was smoking cigarettes every, AOL on fucking online, AOL talking to AOL girl. instant messenger. Yeah, yep. the Chat whole entire rooms, morning, all ASL. day, all night, on, yeah, on fucking, on Napster, downloading yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, legal yeah. music, watching fucking pornos and shit. <laughs> off of oh, no, not porn. Yeah. We don't do that. And then fucking, uh, <laughs> So I would talk, bench, talk, but like the bench was right here and talk, bench, talk, bench for two weeks straight, every single fucking day. I go back to school. I'm in PE. My homegirls are like, oh my God, did you start working out? My chest is like this because I didn't know how to work out anything else. And that's why I have a big chest now <laughs> like this. And I didn't, I didn't curl. I didn't do nothing else. All I did was chest. So I was like walking around like this. I'm like, damn, I need to make everything proportional. 
let me get a gym membership. So then I asked my mom for a gym membership. And then we went across the street and I smelled like cigarettes. And I remember the guy that signed me up was Carlos. And then he was like this Cuban guy. And my, and he was like, you smoke weed. Like he has a raspy voice to my mom. And she's like, no, it's him that, that smells like cigarettes. <laughs> oh, what? And then whatever, he signed me up. And then I started going to that gym and yeah. Did they get you to stop smoking cigarettes? No. Not yet. No, like no one, like, you know, I had to quit my, on my own. Yeah. I waited until like, you know, when you get sick and you have like a sore throat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I waited until that moment and I just fucking smoked. A cigarette after a cig. I went through a Newport pack and a fucking Marlboro Red pack back uh, to back pe- just Reds to fucking so destroy my throat so I could be sick of it. And it worked. <laughs> it fucking worked. You got some insane fucking methods. But it works. Throughout life. <laughs> and, it, and it does work. Control the negative. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it does work. Sure fucking does, man. So what what made you decide from being a, 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 just a person that works out to flipping over and training. So all my friends, like ninth, tenth grade, in that era, like I, I sucked at school. I didn't have a, I didn't even have a two point GPA. My whole entire like I would come to school with a gym bag, with Nike shorts, a t shirt, just to skip into PE or to the weight training classes in between classes to work out. And I was failing all my classes. I didn't give a fuck. And then I I even went out for the spring football team, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to play or prolong because I didn't have a 2.0. I just went there to fucking work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would skip to the gym during lunch or during my fifth period and go work out. And then all my friends, like none of those kids like worked out. Like I was like the only one. And then you, the football players. But it was like a not a segregated school. It was like you know, the magnet students, yeah, and then yeah. you had, hey, you don't live around here, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're on the football oh. team. Oh, you from Miramar? Oh, you're from Carroll City? Oh, you're from type of school, you know, for the football for the football team. So I knew all my friends never worked out, and they still don't work out. So it was like, even back then, for some reason, I don't know, I don't know how the fuck, but what ran through my head was like. I'm always, I started before they did working out. So if I continue this, I'm not, and I told myself, I'm not going to take steroids because I already knew what steroids were because I was reading about them. I'm like, I'm going to wait for the right moment to take steroids because I'm going to build all this muscle right now. So I have a fucking big, huge head start in front of everybody. And when I take one little fucking needle and I put that shit in my ass, I'm going to fucking shit on all these motherfuckers. <laughs> There's but a it, clip. Yeah. And then, and then all these motherfuckers here, they might be fucking pieces of shit and like act like they're the shit because they come from money and shit. But these motherfuckers are going to be fucking hiring me to fucking train them because they're going to be fat pieces of shit. Yeah. But I was ta- that's how I was talking back then. I was like, like so like ready for the future at that moment. And I knew just continue to do what, what I fucking love. Fuck that. Just. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I just knew that. Just do that. Yeah, you, you knew you were going to get there. You didn't know how. I didn't know how. Yeah. And then even the people around me were like, I was always leading the workouts with my friends. Like, I would have to spot them, but yet I'm still working out, but I'm spotting all my friends and I'm not getting any rest. That's when I started realizing, I'm like, 
wait, I'm the leader when it comes to inside the gym shit. I might not be the leader inside class, but when it's the gym shit, people fucking follow me. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then after that, like, I was still still kind of like a shit, not a shit. In school, I wasn't ashamed of like eating my chicken, eat, like taking my supplements. But outside of school, I was very like um, shy. Like I would go to the gym, Olympia gym, and I would practice uh, Charles Glass's exercises when no one was around. Like I would go between 12, 1, and 2 when the gym was dead and they would have actually, uh, what was it, a rehab center. Of, Is it afternoon or? Yeah, afternoon. Or? Like during summer, they would have the rehab program come in. So they're all like recovery addicts yeah. and they would come in at that time. So it was I didn't really care. <laughs> Who would, but I would wait until like the gym was like that section of the gym was empty so I could try out all the exercises that I watched Charles Glass do because they're they're kind of like weird. They're not this like, you know, exercises that everybody does. So I would look around, but that's how shy I was to like express my self love for bodybuilding to people. Because it wasn't accepted back then. Like, oh you, you like men in G strings? You're looking at like I remember Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, me I then. remember being like that too, though. Yeah, because I was always like, "Oh, you, you got to wear a fucking these, guys, these dudes walk oil up oil there wearing." Yeah, you know? and I was like, look, like reading the magazines like secretly and shit. And then I even I remember like the juice bar had like this DVD of. Uh, Is it like a DVD them. that you slide in? And it's like in the middle. Huh? You remember how you used to go to magazine stores? You ever get any of those DVDs? Nah. You know when you get a magazine. That's when you go to Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. They never had those inside Walgreens. No, they did. They used to have them at the well, not Walgreens. You see Barnes and, and Nobles and, and Borders. I used to rip open the magazines. Yeah. Steal the for like the video games and the oh the Net the, Zero. demos. Yep. The demos at Best Buy they had those. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't walk that far. <laughs> <laughs> Walgreens was right behind my house. But, um, my mom said that she is going to charge us for every time we curse. I just got a message that said that, just oh, so you wow. know. You can still curse. Oh, yeah. Fuck shit, asshole, son of a bitch, all that shit. Love you, mom. <laughs> but that's how I do. Um, yeah, so. Was this, now, now that we're speaking about parents, though, real quick, is this something that was, like, supported? Your, your, your love for Well, your my family. mom was never, like, was she, like she had you, to work two jobs. You're your life away. No, my mom had to work two jobs. She didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I was like, oh, I wasn't always in trouble because I never got caught. I was just, like, smoking. Like, dude, I started smoking weed at fifth, in fifth grade. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> but it got it, But it got me, at, like, I wasn't in trouble because I was just smoking weed. Yeah. It's <laughs> chilling inside a gym. But, but, but the grades were low. My grades were super low. Yeah, dude, my grades were I didn't sucked, like school. dude. My grades fucking sucked ass. And, like, yeah, like, I wasn't, she knew, I don't know if she knew, but, like, she I wasn't motivated in school, man. I wasn't, like, fuck it, I just, this bullshit. Like, how the fuck do you know this? Like, questioning, yeah, like, about this shit? no, not who gives a fuck, but, like, how do you know this is true? Ooh. Like, science class? Yeah. How do you know? And then, like, even when it came to religion back then, I was, like, you're just going to believe this book, but then the book says that, it, you know... Yeah, there's contradicting stories. Which one do you not, believe? Not contradicting stories, but it's like, you're going to believe the person that translated these words from a different Stone. script. Yeah, yeah. I always like, thought that was the people? most insane thing. And then, like, like in history class with the Declaration of Independence and all that yeah. stuff, I'm, I was just questioning shit all the time. It's good to question. Yeah, but so young, dude, I was like... 
That's why I rejected school. Me too. And rejected. I was like, this is stupid. For some reason, I was like, fuck this, fuck you. But I just have to go through it because I'm a child. So were you ever nervous, you know, venturing into business? Like thinking like early on, like, damn, I, I didn't go to get that degree. So I, no. So I learned, I didn't even know what I was doing until later on where I was in. So when I was in fifth grade, um, I was selling comic books and Pokemon cards. So I would steal Pokemon cards from the, the Walgreens <laughs> while I was like waiting for the magazine. I was like, oh, Pokemon cards. I would steal them. And <laughs> I would sell them. And then I would also collect comic books because that was like the thing in our neighborhood. Comic books, weed, and uh, what's that game? The tag game where you have teens. I, I, I feel like I would know, but I won't. I don't. Because there was, you know, in every city it's called something else. Tag. It's called tag. It's like tag, but like with yeah, the teams. teams. I don't know what you. Whatever. That was our thing. Like yeah. weed, fucking comic books, and, and tag. tag. Yeah. So, was I going with this? Uh, Fifth grade started getting into the. Oh, selling comic yeah. books, and then I didn't like didn't even know like that was me being a business person. But I would sell them, flip them, and then I remember another time. The back of a fucking uh, highlighter, I would take crayons, break a piece of off, the piece of the crayon off, and then start rolling it into the end of a high highlighter, and then turn into a perfect ball, and I would sell them for ten cents. What the fuck? I don't fucking. That's all I fucking remember, dude. Selling them <laughs> for ten fucking cents. So a hustler early on. I didn't even know that what I was doing back then, and then I started selling weed. When I was smoke, when I stopped smoking weed, I started selling weed, and then, uh, but I, that's when I started knowing like I could. The reason why I was make like making money was because my dad left and my mom was working two jobs. My sister was older than me, so she had the best of like my my dad and my mom financially. So she had a cell phone, a beeper. That bitch had a car at sixteen. Me, I didn't have shit. My mom had to like. I didn't yeah. have the clothes I wanted. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a beeper. Everybody was wearing FUBU. And I was like, fuck, how am I going to like not... Like, you had the LA gear light up sneakers. Not even. The fuck? <laughs> but I, I had to fucking find a way to fucking not be a fucking bitch. Yeah. So I, that's how I made my money. And I didn't know that until later on in life. And I was like... So it's st that started obviously in the pursuit. Of the females, right? Like, you had to make sure your, your your game was right. That your gear was right. I think I just didn't want to get fucked with. Because I, I, I knew that I didn't know how to, like... I didn't have a dad to, like, help me, like... This Defend is how you yourself. fight. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is how you ride a bike. This is how you throw a football. This is... Or, like, or like anybody to teach me. This is how you talk to a girl. This is how you do... do, do. Yeah, I learned I that shit from shit the neighborhood. My, I had to learn by myself. But I really didn't speak to anybody but the older kids. Yeah. And they were saying... Fuck that! Smoke weed. So it was like bad influence, and I had to learn from their mistakes. And like, I was always like observing, because that's how I learned. Because I didn't, you know, have anybody to teach me those things that I should have learned, you know, from a parent or something. So later on in life, I learned. Oh, that's how I learned that. That's where I picked up that from. That's where. Oh, okay. I learned how to make money because I needed to survive as a child in the social, you know, high school like life to not get fucked with. Because if I did, there'd be altercations. 
and I wouldn't be able to, like, I didn't know if I would be able to handle myself with an altercation, but I'm working out, and it fucks with me, yeah. so fuck it. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's dope. You know, like, again, I feel like anybody that's watching the show, um, that does watch our show, I like diving in and figuring out why you are the way you are. I think that's always, you can come in, Chris! I think I think that's always you might have to open the door for Chris over here. Um, I think the dopest shit is when you get to like you get to learn somebody from scratch. Yeah. Look at my guy here. What up, man? Oh, Aldo. Man. Nice to meet you. And I, I will say this, you know how, how I've been like reaching out to try to get you on the goddamn show? I always said yes, you never had a date. Yeah. Well no, it's cause your time. Huh? Your time, you're always, we always got to start earlier. Oh, yeah. That's always been the thing. And so, like, I, I was like, Chris, just tell me who who you want in the show. And boom, Iron University popped up. There you go. He was like, Iron University. I was like, oh, Aldo? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. let's get that shit done. What's going on, man? Oh, How yeah, you feeling? Man. What's going on, y'all? Sorry, y'all. Sorry, I'm late. I'm just getting here. I don't know work, if you were man. able to hear anything. I was trying to. I was trying to get caught up because okay. I don't want to ask the same question twice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. We just learned out, learned who the fuck Aldo is, and we found out through therapy today that he started smoking, he started smoking weed because... <laughs> therapy. Uh, uh, no, he started smoking weed because his parents got divorced. He just found it out today. Ah, uh, that's a solid I remember the first day I smoked, too. I was, Do you I, remember? Yeah, boy. <laughs> and it was William Bentley. What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> he went on top of the pool. Like We climbed the rocks. We went on top of the pool. We smoked it. He smoked the joint. I hit it. Oh, and then my sis, my sister's older friends. There was like a an abandoned fucking uh, apartment on the second floor. They had a brick of fucking weed. Oh in yeah, the, the shitty stuff, right? The, brick. the ceiling, though. Commercial like, grade. And it's bricky, the compact shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then yeah. they gave me a shotgun. Okay, I'm about to say what? And I, oh, it was all down. No, a shot, not a gun, a shotgun yeah, yeah, yeah. gun, like a shot, like they were a shotty, yeah, yeah. And those? I got high, as yeah, shit. boy. And then, so that was my first risk. time, because oh, that was my first time, because there were the older kids, and I wanted to be cool, yeah. so I let them take me up there, and they knew they fucked you up, and yeah, and I was like, oh shit, and then I remember, I asked Will, he was like, kind of like in between those ages, and yeah. I. I was like, yo, you have weed? I'll, I'll pay you five bucks. Or, uh, five bucks with a, was a nick, 10 bucks with his dime bag. So I gave him like 10 bucks for a dime bag. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. Do you, can you roll it for me? Yeah, <laughs> and we went up there and then we, he's, I, I smoked him out, but he rolled it. And then that's how it all started. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> how long that ago that was is that? pretty fucking awesome. That must have been a, a, quite a few ways Fifth ago. grade. What? Yeah. That's that's the wildest part about the whole fucking thing. Fifth goddamn grade. Did, did you grow up down here? I was still really huh? Did you grow up down here? Yeah. You know what's crazy about that, man? Like I, I remember getting to like sixth, seventh, eighth grade and people were doing all that shit. People were smoking weed, talking yeah, it's about his fucking having fault. sex with girls and lost losing their virginity. I was like, Am I behind? <laughs> watching blogging <laughs> like, and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know I was like, I was definitely behind. Bro, I didn't get in any of that lie. shit till high school. To like ninth, tenth grade. That's when I felt like I started getting corrupt. And still, we're only what 15, 16 years old. Damn. Everybody else is like, bro, you're you're behind the curve. Like, well, shit. Yeah, sure. Got sometimes, a lot of got a lot of work cut out for me. Then apparently, sometimes you got to start from behind. That's okay. <laughs> Hello. <Finish. laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hopefully, finished. But so uh, so you 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 grew up. You learned this fucking lifestyle at a gym. As I'm growing but up, but you. 
You never stopped, and you no, still haven't always, stopped. Yeah, even when I was, like, going through the partying phase and, like, drugs and fucking South Beach, fucking partying my dick off and, like, being an alcoholic and fucking probably a drug addict at one point because, like, I couldn't even tell you, like, if I was addicted or I'm not addicted, but I was mm-hmm. taking that shit every day, everything. I, I don't even know what I was for fucking fun, taking. Shit, for fun, and, like, because it was free. Yeah. But I was doing that for like three, four, not not even three years, bro. Like fucking five, six years. But I was still going to the gym, fucked up, st- fucking every single day. Did you ever lock up? What do you mean? In the gym? Because like, I used to go in a gym, fucked up all the time, and like dehydrated, like crimp. I used to, eat, I, bro. I, I was running on a treadmill before, and I was very fucked up the day before. You know, partying heavy, and I fucking locked up, blew into the wall. Ooh. Oh no! I never did cardio. Yeah, yeah. I would just, just train weights. Felt like Eddie Murphy. Ooh, ooh. But one one thing I do kind of realize it seems like, and obviously this is from the outside looking in, a lot of people that are in the bodybuilding world and just gym culture in general, they seem to have a pretty addictive personality. Like I hear a lot of people talking about struggling with addiction, whether it's steroids or otherwise, like drugs, weed, alcohol. Um, you know, some yeah, of the, more the good ones things. are obsessed. That's why I want to ask you obsessed what do is it to, do, you, do you have a i'm not obsessed it's just a part of my no, life do you There's have like add or ocd oh yeah i have adhd for yeah. sure 1000 percent. because you go all the way to fucking and it's just like you can't it's like, a part of, like it's in my like fucking yeah like yeah. in my blood you're living it man how did you you're living it how did you get this I, listen and I, i'm gonna say it I again learned, I'm, I'm i learned a, it like, I, instead of learning everything in school, I learned that. Because remember, I was fucking not paying attention. I wasn't giving a shit about but that. But you're really fucking good. You know, I have conversations, right? So I, I come out here. I'm not a, I'm not a Floridian. And if, when I start work, training with you, I'm spreading the word. That's the type of motherfucker I am. I'm a supportive guy. I'm sharing the post. I'm saying this guy's the fucking best fucking trainer in the world. A lot of people got upset with me. Like, a lot. Every time I go to the gym, oh, yeah, you got to train with oh, you, oh, you just go in. Yeah, but just you go trains. to LA Fitness. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's your he just trains thing. bitches, this and that. And, and and it was just like everybody was like, oh, I'm a better trainer. I'm a better trainer. And I'm like, no, he's... Wait, he's, name he's, some names. Oh, God. <laughs> Looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I will off air because, I, you know me. No, I already know the names. Yeah, for sure. That's oh, some junk-ass fucking studio anyways. Oh, no, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> no, but name. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The there's, there's a bunch of them, you know. Mm. Talk about it. So hold on. Talk about it without talking about it, right? Oh man. So anyway, no. So 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 like they hated on it, and I I I was just being like honest. Like I'm I'm telling you, I I seen the guy. I've trained with him. It's different. Yeah. And so like, did did those trainers have their own gym? No. Okay. Just making sure. Mm. Right. (laughs) Talk that shit. (laughs) How many clients did they have? Uh, Did they work for a gym? Uh, Did they have other trainers underneath them making that and, money? And and the, I like this because you know me. I'm, I'm very fucking controversial. Uh, no, <laughs> and 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 that's kind of where I was at. So I'm an understanding guy. I got my own business at this time. I know how life works, and I'm looking at people like, oh, why are you mad? Because that's the first thing I'm seeing. I'm like, I'm, okay, obviously, you're really completely avoiding the fact that I'm telling you this motherfucker is really good, and you're just you're just. Oh, it's he only trains there. girls, so it starts there. And I'm like, okay, you're 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 avoiding what I just told you for for something. Why are you mad? Something and it's, it's, so it seems like you and I knew it early on. I'm like, this motherfucker is so good that people are angry. 
Did you know that earlier? <laughs> of course, yeah. Because, yeah, 1,000%. That's why everything I do is fucking... Because even when people did have their own gym, it was tough seeing a motherfucker like you shine. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm always working. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in my gym you got working. The on, yeah. It just I, seemed like they, they knew that you were taking it places that they might not be able to compete. Because I started off young, and it was, like, effortlessly for me. I, I don't have to think. Like, it just... I, I don't know. I can't even tell you how it comes because it's just... <laughs> like so a morning boner. Like, you, do you, you think wake up with it. It's like, it's there. Do you think people think that you only train... That you're only good at training women because you train so many women? Um... I don't know, because I don't talk to other people that don't train with me, because I'm always working. <laughs> yeah. Like, I swear to God, that like I'm always working, so I don't even know. But, like, it, going back to what you said about the other trainers, like, if you were to say this another trainer is the best trainer, I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't get mad. Right. Why? That it's, there's, a difference. there's a difference. Yeah, that's... It's experience and mindset. It's like, if you're saying that and they're like listening to that and they see you paying that trainer money, that trainer should be, hmm, he's the best trainer. I should learn from that guy. Right. But none of these motherfuckers want to do that because they have an ego. Mm. Yeah, they're not sure. really about fucking training for training. They're in training and fitness for egos. Mm. I'm not in there for a fucking ego. I'm in there to fucking, because part of my fucking bones, my fucking liver and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, like, I, I see it, Like, I don't fucking, man. like. Trust me, I see it. Like. I never went to gym with, did a gym with somebody and they're fucking sitting there telling me, like, I'm telling him I am dealing with an injury, you know? And it, it he knows, right? So he, he literally knew every single time that I was, like, trying to escape from doing a certain workout, oh, yeah. he'd be like forty reps, and I'm like, ha. For, in the beginning, I, I, honestly, I used to always like come home and like call Dan or Marco and I'm like, this motherfucker's crazy, you know what I mean? Because he's like forty reps, I'm crazy like forty good. reps. How the fuck am I supposed to do fucking forty reps? There's no chance in hell I could do forty reps. But guess what? I did forty fucking did reps. Fucking forty reps. You know what I mean? And it it pushed me. And and even even right now, I'm I'm trying to work out now. It's like it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm like it's, it's not the same because as soon as I feel the burn, I'm like I'm done. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's you know, like because it, it fucking it hurts, yeah, but no, but but you but, know, he... but you go way past that point. Yeah. So how human behavior? You have to learn human behavior. It's in the way an interesting that theory from you. What the women train harder than men yeah. for sure. Mm. Dude, they give birth. One. <laughs> Let's start there. Let's start there. exactly. Threshold. They give fucking birth. What do you say to the dudes that like disagree with you though? If they pay me, I'll have a conversation <laughs> about that. If they don't, I don't give a fuck because yeah. they're not paying me, uh-huh. and they're not <laughs> coming into my gym because they're not paying me. But what if, what have you seen that makes you come to that conclusion? What that women are stronger or tougher than men? They're not stronger; they're tougher. Right, but like, what? Yeah. Obviously, that comes from you seeing something in the gym after training so well, many people. The, like, the women come to my gym to train with me. Uh-huh. But they is don't it, have is any, it, is they, it that so men? they're they're showing up, saying, "Give me the fucking pain." But is it that they keep guys showing up, or is it just that like the, they're just them contacting in general and reaching out to learn 
and to go through the pain to learn right. and to grow right. mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But guys don't want to say, I need yeah. help. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of ego involved. But that's mental strength right there mm-hmm. in itself. That's ego, kind of ego strength at the same time. Yeah. But yet, that's like two things right there. And they're not even in, past that door yet. Right. So they're already failing they're already, by not they're coming. Defeated already. I'm not saying I'm the best fucking trainer. I'm just saying like majority of the clientele of trainers are women. Yeah, it's naturally. Naturally yeah. women. Yeah. And if you talk to experienced trainers that like Charles Glass, they, they will say that women train harder than men. They when go in. They fucking, like, dude. They definitely go in. At your gym. Yeah. <laughs> they really, really, really go in at Iron University. Yeah, man. Like, that's, listen, Iron University is a fucking amazing gym. It really is. It's, it's fucking top These of the goddamn line. strong as shit. Very strong. But, like, how did, how did it, how the fuck did that happen that you're training, like, because you're training all the top of the line female bodybuilders. But even before that, I was just. Does that, do, do you get. Attacked for it? Attacked for what? For being that. Because, look, there's there's a lot of coaches. Attacked successfully. There's a lot of coaches in the industry. And a lot of people are trying to make their way over to Iron University. Mm-hmm. I want to do this before we go any further. I, I do want to do this. I did want to do this. I should have said it earlier. But I'm going to say it fucking now. You got a lot of really dope fucking fans. Like, people, like, admire... Iron University. I th- From why, all over the fucking world. I don't world. even know because I'm always working. But I no, don't but know they, that they, until I travel somewhere. Or they or they write to you. I, I, I've seen you post some shit like from people from different countries all over the yeah. place have like fucking... And now like Melissa and Shay, they all have access to, to my... All my accounts. They have access <laughs> to all my accounts. So, because it's so much messages that I can't read yeah. all of them because I'm always working. I'm always training my clients. So they have to like go in there for the inquiries and all that stuff. So they're always responding to those messages. So now even sometimes I don't even like are able to see them. Sometimes I'll come across them, but so training with you is costly. You don't you don't just you don't just train people for free and cheap. Fuck no, hell, (laughs) fuck no. When I was a trainer before I even had my own fucking gym, when I was charging like twenty, thirty bucks, forty bucks. No fucking discounts. Don't fucking disrespect me. Fuck that shit. Just fucking listen. I I I'm over here buying twenty sessions from him at once, and I miss a session. He's like, he's taking it away from me. I'm like, you're taking it away. The fuck you mean you're taking it away from me? That's fucking. I paid for that goddamn session. I'm coming back there tomorrow. And he's like, no. And I and learned the hard way. Yeah. He comes in late. I'm like, hey, you, you got, got twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, God damn. I mean, that, but when you set the kind of when you set the culture to be like that, it forces people to fall in line, and it also makes your time more valuable. It, and too. it filters the. Pussies the and the bullshit. bullshit and all the fucking because mm. when you when you have to like reject people, that's work yeah. to reject people. Yeah. But when you could just say something and then it, uh, it offends them or they're like, oh my god, ew! Like it's like, <laughs> good, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No one wants you here anyway. This is my fucking house. Out. Fuck you. Right. So here's what I wanted to say: there are people from all over the world that admire the way you train, your style, your gym. They want to get to the gym. It's not cheap. It's it's not fucking free. I want to give one of those people. Right, this is this is a Danza Project exclusive. Hello. I want to fly 
one of your fans to you. Okay. I'll pay for the round trip ticket. Hello. Damn. And I'll pay for a weekend of training at Iron University. So we'll give I'll buy, I'll buy them two sessions and a round trip ticket. You hear that, Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Call we're, in we're, now. <laughs> she's already got the card information. What? She knows how to she knows how to charge the card. Where, where are you going to put them to stay? Girl City? I'll take care of it. And I'll, I'll put them in somewhere. I mean, if he gets them here, they, they can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll help him out. I, I help him out. That's I, awesome. I, I definitely think that that would be super dope to get somebody over there to do that. Like, Yeah. It's 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 dope. I think people need to experience Yeah, like today, it. like today I had like a really interesting like girl client that came in. She's 21. Like young. That's that's fucking young, dude. And she just started working like she's into bodybuilding and I could tell the way she was like explaining herself. I'm like, "Oh my god, I remember that." And I'm like, "Fucking holy shit." I remember thinking and like that. I could have told her like verbally like this, you know, that's a it's a part of the game. And that's it. But I was like, "No, fuck that. I'm going to fucking show her. I'm going to fucking like make her fucking feel." So instead of I and I told her straight out, I'm like, Instead of you wasting fucking 10 years or five years of your life doing bullshit, and then five years later, you're like, oh my God, it was that simple. I'm going to save you that fucking five years that I went through and fucking make you feel all those five years in one session today. Oh. And then I fucking just blew her fucking mind. Not like that, but blew her fucking yeah. life. Just changed her life. Fast forward all the bullshit, and she was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> Crawling out of there and like just like pretty much just let go of the fucking chaos and just. And listen. she went through it all? She fucked. And you know how I always say one more. All right. One more. Yeah. One more. Motherfucker. I have the video. She was saying uh, after I said one more. She's like, no, two more. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> all right. One more. No, no, no. Two more. I'm like. I'm supposed to be saying this. She's like, two more, two more. I was like, this bitch. Where the hell was she from? New York. A uh, New Yorker. Because you, you, you be having uh, women that come from different countries and shit. Different countries. And yeah, the, I had one from Israel. Um, that was like, dude. That I remember shit. that. That was pretty crazy. And that was in the beginning, that. like back then, which was crazy. Like, so how long has it been now that you've owned your own gym? Five years. Jesus. I expanded every single year. Expanded Solid. again this year. Solid. And you just love... What, what, where, where does it end? Or does it? I don't know. That's... I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I feel know. like you're still obsessed <laughs> I, and you're still learning and you're still yeah, growing. You're, like it's You can never stop learning. For most people, stop at a certain point. But what's that drive? How, what, what's driving you to keep going and keep learning and... Keep learning? Because I fucking love it. I don't have to tell myself, oh, I love this. Or I don't have to fucking, like, watch a motivational video to say, oh, I love this. Oh, I don't got to fucking get eight hours of sleep. Fuck that. I'm not a fucking little bitch. I fucking want to wake up as fast as I can so I could fucking live my dream because I'm living my fucking dream. I have my own fucking gym. I have my fucking dog in my fucking gym. I have all the people that care about me and that I love inside my fucking gym. I'm making fucking money. I'm fucking eating wherever the fuck I want to eat. Fucking working out. Not giving a fuck about bills. Not giving a fuck about money and expanding every single fucking year. I'm excited to wake up every single fucking morning to go to work because guess what? The people that I looked up to when I was a kid, I could actually call and fucking work out with them. Mm. And I'm like, 
with <laughs> Charles Glass whenever the fuck I want. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like I could, like I'm living my fucking dream. So why the fuck am I gonna be sleeping? What was the moment in your life in this fitness industry? What the fuck is going on my goddamn mind? What is like the moment that blew you away? Because you've you've met a lot of people. You've when done I a lot of When I first worked shit. out with fucking Charles, it was, dude, I remember like, it was the first time like I really realized I'm making money. This was before I had my own gym too. I had 80 clients. I was training four people at the same time. 80 fucking clients? 80 fucking clients. I was training four girls at the same time every single hour on the hour from 5 a.m. until 2 p.m. And then I'll go back there at 4.30 and then leave there at 8.30. And I was charging people 40 to 45 to 50 bucks. Let's go. Each person in that hour. So that's four times. And then you do the math. And yeah. Then that's 80 clients. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays sometimes over there. And then I was working so much, I didn't have time to spend the money. So I remember one time I was watching Charles Glass on YouTube. I was like, wait. I could, you know, get up and just like order a plane ticket tomorrow. Like if he asked for $1,000, I could buy like ten sessions right now i don't give a fuck like i could do that right now i was like game changer holy uh, shit yeah. i emailed him and then boom i went there so that was like one little thing and then when i got there i tripped like it was back day and like first i was telling him, oh my god i saw you like i was fanboying type of shit he's like wow you fucking like know a lot and i'm like yeah and then he puts me on this on the on it was in vegas my first olympia so every single year i was going to the olympia a week before to train with charles because i knew from stalking them and like reading up on them that all the coaches and the athletes go a week before so they could get regulated to the wherever they're at. And the coaches would follow them a week before because they needed to be by their side. So I knew that he would be there for a whole week and I could watch the Olympia at the same time. So I was like, fuck, boom, I go there the first day back day. And then he puts me on the elevated uh, cable back row. And that was the one exercise that I kept waiting for everybody to leave the room because I had to get a dumbbell from the other room, sit on it, and do a row. And this was the exercise, the first exercise he wanted me to do. I'm like, oh, I got this now. I'm going to fucking show him. <laughs> today's the I, day. Like, today's the day. This is it. <sighs> He's not saying anything. I'm like, and he's so soft-spoken. He comes up. He comes up. He's like, all right, great, great, great. You just try like this. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's oh, how I felt when I was in the gym fuck? with this motherfucker. I was like, and I I didn't see stars. I just saw the solar system for some reason. <laughs> and I felt, I swear, I saw the solar system and my room. I'm like, thank God, no. The, the, the guy fucking spoke so soft and just with his soft hand just, did something to my elbow. Yeah. And then I was like, holy shit. That was one, like the real moment in that. And then another moment was where, where I had to break out of my patterns when it comes to training or being a meathead. Like, oh, this is what I do every single workout. I need to do it like this. The fitness freaks or even the bodybuilders these days. I need to take my pre-workout at this time. I got to do this before I do this. Yeah. Because they're so stuck on those ways. So I remember 
he gave me a 20-pound dumbbell to start off seated lateral raises. And remember, I had tendonitis in ninth grade. So I have tendonitis on both elbows at this point. I'm not going to question this motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, go ahead, grab the fucking 20s. Start off with like seated lateral raises. I'm like, I start with fives. I just see myself grabbing the dumbbells. I already feel my tendonitis. Yeah. I don't feel my shoulders. My arms are falling off today. Yeah, <laughs> and then I grab them, and then I do like two. I'm like, oh my god, oh, wait a minute, it's not that bad, but it's heavy as shit. It's uh, a different type of pain. Oh shit! And then I just let go of everything, and then at the end of the night, so that was in the morning because I had to train with him at three a.m. Jesus. So then at the end of the night. I look in the mirror, so we started off with back, and then we did chest, and then we did shoulders and whatever. I remember looking in the mirror before I took a shower, I was inflamed. Not a pump, I was inflamed. Like, (laughs) I was like, holy. It was a different form of lifting that I never exposed myself to because I was so caught up with how I was training. And I thought at that time, like, this is how to do it. This is, you know, how to grow. But then the guy that I learned from is saying, grab these. When I was like, no, my elbows are going to hurt. No, they don't fucking, they hurt for like two seconds, but guess what? They didn't hurt after. And now you look fucking 20 times huge. And imagine filling that up with food and doing that consistently. I'm like, Oh my God. This is what it means for intensity. That's lifting heavy or challenging. Holy sh- and that just like just, just, just this moment. motherfucker Smart. is the Kanye West of fitness industry. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like the the genius. Like you get you're so far into it. Like I don't know if you've ever watched Kanye interview. Like he he gets he gets really into what the fuck he's saying. And you, and you, 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 you could tell that you're like a... Uh, I know, because I've trained with you, that you're an evil genius at this fucking working out <laughs> shit. Because it hurts. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it hurts the best I've, fucking I've, feeling, man. I've... I, I, you probably noticed, but I've purposely come late to some of those workouts. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not doing... The truth comes yeah. out. Because yeah. I, I know that I'm like, I can't really... I can't do that today. It's, it's, it's leg day, so... I'm right around the corner. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be a little bit late. Uh, just give me <laughs> give me 20 minutes. You know, you're losing your time. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But even, like, to his point, like, about the Kanye thing, and I've, without even meeting you, just by seeing you on Instagram and following the page, it's like you see things that people don't. You know what I mean? It's like oh, you're, yeah. you're willing to do things that people may not be so interested in. Oh, no, that doesn't necessarily work. And you're like, trust me, you know? And that's one thing that's interesting I wanted to ask you about when it comes to training people and training new people. Obviously, there has to be some type of barrier of trust. They have to know that you're the guy. Is there, like, a feeling out process? Or, like, because you got to be selective, Mm -hmm. too, especially with the the type of clientele that you're bringing in. You don't want to just let people in and then you're kind of watering down the product. Or the that don't pay. Or those. No, No, that's the only, like, I'm, I'm, if you're coming to my gym, you're paying. That's first and foremost. Right. So they're already, and I, I, don't, I don't care the... what limitations, what type of person they are, mm-hmm. color, fucking, like, any type Short, of, tall, I don't white, give a fuck, like, like, I don't <laughs> care, like, I want a challenge, I want to learn from that person, if I don't know how to train that person, 
they're literally fucking paying me to learn. They're teach. They're paying me. They're paying me money, but also teaching me at the same time. It's like me t- telling you, "Hey, for one hour, I'm gonna pay you a thousand bucks, and I'm gonna teach you how to speak Spanish for one hour." Are you gonna say yes or no to that? I gotta hear you speak Spanish first. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a thousand dollars for one you hour. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm giving you a thousand yeah, bucks, and I'm gonna teach you Spanish. Yeah, let's go. You're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm yeah, learning Spanish, and I'm getting paid." Right? Oh, I see what you. These saying. people are gonna, even if I annoyed of these type of people i have to learn as a fucking biz- as a trainer as a business owner as a human being how to translate that person and learn how that person works in order for them to do what i say or translate or communicate this do this but in their language in their thought process so they can understand it right? but then guess what now that opens me up to a whole new niche of clientele the annoying people that no one wants to train I know how to fucking know how to handle. I know how to train annoying people. <laughs> now I have a bunch of annoying people lined up outside that no other trainers want to fucking train because yeah. every, all the trainers are because I said so, because I said so, because I said so. But they don't know like how to communicate. They don't know how to read facial expressions. They don't know how to like okay, train this woman like she's your aunt. Train this woman like she's your sister. Like don't label them, but just like. Find something that is like relatable to something in your life or someone in your life that makes you feel comfortable. So when you speak to them, it's a different way because I know I fucking curse the shit out of my content every fucking day, but everybody thinks that's all I do is curse and scream. No, that's what I put out there for the monkey see monkey do motherfuckers because that's how you get fucking paid and clicks and shit. But in real life, the people that are paying my fucking bills that are fucking anchor clients, I talk to like this. Like, just, come on, just grab it. Like, here, come on. Yeah. I talk, that's how I train them. And it, I'm telling you, I, I've been through the process. I've, I've, I went through the training for a long time. I was a pretty decent client early on. Like, the way you said, I know I was always there. Just are, are you asking I, or telling him? No, he knows. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it was because, uh, I, I I genuinely, I'm telling you, before I met this motherfucker, I was really having a hard time walking. It was every day where I'm trying to get out of bed, I can't. You know, and, I, and I'm sitting there like, I thought with 100% certainty, especially because I was in uh, the, the hospitals and talking to doctors prior to going to his gym, I was 100% certain at that time that I was never going to be able to work out the same again. They said you can never lift past 20 pounds. This dude immediately said, no, fuck all that. Like, that's, that was the first conversation. I'm like, oh, I can't just say fuck all that because it could be really bad. <laughs> and, and the person I trained with before him said fuck all that. And it fuck was really, really it, it really it really fucked me up. And so I'm like, this motherfucker, he looks like he really knows his shit. So we did it. It is extremely painful. He really did break it down to me in like this. Like, I, I, I had fucking, I had an ass. You know what I'm saying? My legs were diesel, more diesel than they've ever been. I was fucking diesel. I, I, I really understood what he was saying. He broke it down to me in such a way that it's like, but the, I think the craziest part that most people don't understand is you also, like, if, if I'm doing a curl like this because it's always been like this, he'll say, like, no, here's your shoulder. Your shoulders are here. Your arms are like this. So you're going to do it like this. And then he'll like, and, and for me, it's like, it's, it's to my body. And I'm like, Oh, 
The workout that I was doing before that really wasn't hitting my bicep, that was hurting me, yeah. one little twist, which obviously you learned, was was like brutal for what I used to like, oh, I'm going to bench fucking 315 pounds. I cannot bench 200 pounds with the way he makes you bench. You know what I mean? Control the fucking negative. But you see that? Mm. You... You can't bench with with me. That's the thing that guys don't want to happen. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, ego ego e- death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know. I don't like it, man. Before. Eh, I, I, I have a fucked up knee back in high school. How old are you? 35. <laughs> Motherfucker, shut the fuck <laughs> up, you fucking pussy. You <laughs> fucking pussy. <laughs> and, like, going back to what you were saying about, like, reading, not, not reading people, but, like, before they come in, how do I feel them out? Like, yeah. when I have a client come in, I have, like, this... I I didn't formulate it. It's just how it happens, and now I could labelize it. So when I was younger, I had to be very observant with everybody and everything inside the room. Every time I go inside a room, I know where the fucking bathroom is. I know where the exit is. I know the other entrance. I know where the waiter is. I know what, what that motherfucker's doing. I know that's his sister. They're like, I just... I don't know. I, I just know. And I always, like eating like this type of thing. It's natural to me at this point. So when people walk in to the gym, I already have an understanding of, okay, they already made the commitment to pay. No, first they already made the commitment to follow me. Cause I'm annoying as shit with my fucking cursing. Even with asses like feeding you in your, your feeds and shit, you could either get jealous. Your girlfriend could be pissed off at you for following me or something. But now you're invested just by following. And then you're extra invested when you reach out to Melissa. Because that's a process that you're going through mentally first. Like, oh, yes, I want to follow. And then, yes, I want to train. Oh, I got to go through this obstacle, Melissa, to get to a price. You get the prices. Okay. And then you get past the prices. Right there, you already filtered out majority of the bullshit. You're willing to pay. You're willing to go through all the bullshit and you've made it this far. So you're the type of person that I want at my gym and I don't need to fucking like argue with you or any of that stuff because you're willing to go through all that already before you come through my doors. And then when you come through my doors, what's my purpose either as a trainer or a business owner? I have to read the client not their body but their body language nonverbal verbal cues but not when they're working out before they work out when i ask them questions about what okay so i hi my name is and that's the to meet you da, 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 so what is your goal da, 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 usually glutes okay and what 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 do you usually do when you train your glutes oh i do this i do that so that's your first exercise no i do this da, da, da. and how many times do you work out glutes three times it's like oh shit that's a lot but then i i start asking them questions but in that conversation like i'm not there to be a drill oh that's wrong or like the girl like I could have been like every other trainer and be like, oh, it's a part of the game. You just have to do you know, to suck it up. Da, 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 da. No, it's like, oh, okay, I'm understanding them. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes when they're talking to me about why they haven't reached their goals. So it's like having a conversation. I'm making them feel comfortable. 
But now that's where it comes down to where they already feel comfortable and they already feel a sort of bond or trustish type of thing. It's yeah. starting with the conversation. And then it's like, not workout time mode. It's, all right, so you do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, I know what you're saying. All right, so let's just, all right, let's, let us let me see how you do, do your walking lunges for a second. But you don't even know that you're about to start the workout. You're just, okay. Yeah. It's not turn on workout mode. I'm a trainer. No, it's like, okay, let's figure this shit out together type of thing. Yeah. And then Fire. they're doing this. And then I remember I asked, what do you usually do? So now they're telling me what they usually do. And I'll do what they already do. But tweak, tweak stuff. Yeah. So now they're familiar. So now it's not, they're not scared. They already trust me. And then I see how they do their walking lunges. And then I, you know, you did that. Drill your knee down. Pull the earth but, closer together. But oh, that my depends goodness. on the person, too. Yeah. I can't just do that to minutes. everybody. Yeah, for sure. So then majority of the time, they're just letting gravity take them down on the eccentric. That's when they come down on the, on the lunge. And it's like, all I got to do is just stop. Just step and stop. And then they're like, what the fuck? And then, all right, just pause right there. Now just... Don't fo- don't focus on your front leg. Just think about drilling your back knee down. What? Like who said <laughs> this is? I'm working out with this leg. Just just, just drill your back knee. Down. Uh, oh my god! Now they're more fluent with their knee bending in the back, knee flexion in the back, and because a lot of people when they do lunges, they step and they never bend the back knee, and that's why they always have knee problems because they're scared of letting their knees be knees. So they're pulling back their knees because they're scared to bend them. But when I say bend the back one down, oh my God, I'm bending. Oh my, wow, wow. That's like lubricant to my knees. What the fuck? (laughs) And now they're mind blown. Now you just did the Houdini trick or what I did to you, the Houdini trick. There's different Houdini tricks to reel them into like, holy shit. But I didn't do anything. We haven't started it off with any weight. And then... That's just the warm up. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the warm up. So that's then, the warm up. So by then they're like, I'm in the right place. This is the right place. I mean, or like, I what the fuck choice. did I just get myself into? <laughs> that too. That yeah, and then, but then I say, okay, so you do this ex- this machine first, right? Okay, let's go. All right. So, what weight do you usually use? All right. So go ahead. Yeah, put it on. Now just do just do. Pretend I'm not here. Just do a couple reps. Right. They're familiar with exercise and the weight they're not scared so now they they feel safe they feel familiar mm-hmm. like, now they, no one's now like breathing better yeah, yeah yeah you know and but rep five comes in and i haven't said anything like doing it right? this is day one they're like am i doing it right <laughs> he hasn't said anything what the fuck now they get nervous but now they put themselves like wait a minute they went from like feeling mm-hmm. like secure and safe to like questioning themselves now I didn't have to put them down. They just kind of put themselves like questioning themselves yeah. now. Am I doing it right? Wait, wait, wait. Am I wait? Am I doing it right? Then I say, all right, and I always drop the weight to less than what they start with, and then I say, okay, let's try, let's try like this. Just, all right, now gradually, and then the words that I use have the I have a, like a syllable like rule. Less syllables, the better. Like squeeze, contract. I'm not gonna say fucking contract. Like I'll say it sometimes, 
but I rather say squeeze because you see what I mean by evil genius. Yeah, because if, if I it. say He's contract, how do people do the reps? <laughs> so contract that they just did four fucking wrong reps. <laughs> squeeze? No, not like that. They didn't even finish a rep. Right. Well, especially if you're talking to somebody in the middle of the suck, you know, they're not really comprehending much of what you're and saying. And you have so to like short and sweet. Exactly. You have to find words that universally clicks consciously in their head instantly that they don't have to think about so hard. Like what is contracting? Oh, that just and then like five minutes have gone by. If I say squeeze from your butthole. Real oh, thing, wow. real thing. He says, yeah. "Squeeze from your." Fucking I got a butthole. shirt in my fucking closet that says it. Everybody <laughs> knows how to squeeze from their butthole because they've had diarrhea. They had to take a shit. Like they had to hold in a fart in a new date or some shit. Like everybody knows how to squeeze from their butthole. Shut the fuck up if you get offended. Squeeze from your fucking butthole. Right. Now you got a fucking big ass. Oh, but it's so simple. Not all right. You're the, the alignment of your fibers and like the after. Like, it's like shut like. Dude, you're here to work out, man. You're yeah, like yeah, your yeah. client is not fucking like they don't have a fucking the source with them. They're here to fucking grow their ass or like work out. So making them know you using the words that they're familiar with without even having to think about it. Yeah. Like childhood words that make you like don't like So somebody asked early on up here, they said, um You think anyone can grow an ass? So there's like there's like no ass that's that that you can't work with. Let me see, uh, Landon. <laughs> well, scroll up for me. Let me see. What's the, up, Millie? The thing is, is, it really possible to build an ass if you don't have one? Where do you shit out of? <laughs> if you have an ass. Uh-oh. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> simple answers. There's hope, Landon. There's you, hope. Do you mean produce more tissue? Now, what do you think about other coaches? Well, okay, that's another thing. That's another, like, <laughs> listen to fucking this. <laughs> I am not a coach. I'm a fucking personal motherfucking trainer. Everybody on social media are an online coach. I'm not an online coach. I don't write out programs for people that I've never met before. I actually physically train people fucking day and fucking night, back to fucking back for years. I've seen more people... And train more people than they probably seen in their whole entire life. They they haven't trained anybody. They probably train a couple buddies and shit, but they don't consistently train people back to back and for consistently like fifteen. So 10 coaching years. is what like writing out meal plans and well on social media it's either you're an online coach, online influencer, online fitness influencer, uh, educator, fitness fitness educator, influencer or a prep coach, or an online prep coach, or that those motherfuckers need to stay over. Like, like don't come around here because we're the, I'm fucking in there, the trenches that are fuck. I'm doing shit. Like, you're writing shit. You're looking at pictures and shit. I'm fucking there through one second, 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 third second. Like, I'm doing a whole nother shit that you guys never have done, or maybe done for like five years, but you're not doing it anymore, so shut the fuck up type of thing like I'm in it like you guys just write about fucking going to the army I'm fucking in there getting my dick wet you're fucking like playing 
like Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing Call of Duty, goddamn it. Fucking yeah, great like, game. But I, I have nothing against them. It's just the people that are trying to learn think that is what they need to do to themselves, or other trainers think, oh, that's the information I need to apply to my clients. No, because that motherfucker doesn't know your client. They never met your client. They never even met you. Like, they didn't even meet the person that they're talking about in the fucking study in the textbook they're reading about. So how does that apply to your client? You're going to listen to them? Are they a trainer? Are you a trainer? How long have you been a trainer? Two years? He's not even a trainer, and you're listening to him? You have more experience than he does. You could, you could take it for a grain of salt, try it on yourself. But don't live and die by that. Because if you want to go down to science and shit, are all those variables in each one of those studies the same as the old lady that you train or the old man that you train that can't get out of fucking bed? When they get out of bed, that's their squat for the day. Was that a shot at me? I was the old man that can't get out of bed? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like the clients that I see are not in those textbooks. The shit that I do are not in those textbooks. Like I have uh, like other trainers that are shadowing me, or the the seminar that I just did in in Alpha Land. The questions like were were really good, and like the they were just like amazed of how like they're so consumed by like the stupid like list of science textbook shit that's put into real life in-person training when in-person training is totally different the clientele that i have or that trainers have is totally different from what the social media educators and influencers talk about like they're always making videos about themselves training strictly they don't have a fucking trainer they don't train people but they're making videos about themselves you look on my page motherfucker i'm not training myself on my page i'm training other people on my page I know other bodies. You know your body in a fucking textbook, bitch. That's a good like, point. You don't. You're right. You have to set. You have to learn how to separate that. So when I, when, when now those kids from from Alpha Land ask me, how do you prescribe this, or do you give a what was that thing called? Um, when they first come in, like the assessment. Like assessment. The it's like assessment. What in the textbooks? What's the assessments in the textbook? <laughs> Touch your toes, do a squat, do a deadlift. What happens if I gave you a fucking squat the first day? Yeah, yeah, you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here." (laughs) Like, yeah, you see how it doesn't make sense in real life shit. But what is that? Is that the social media influence? Is it outdated information? Is it no? It's just this is what it is. No, it's it's there's so much information out there. It's not. It's, it's, it's not bad and it's not good. It's just like, fuck. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. So it's oversaturated. Oversaturated. With studies. Not experience, but studies. Studies, I see. Because social media is brand new, right? Bodybuilders just start... The generation of bodybuilders started bodybuilding in the past generation when social media came out. It went up like this because of social media. Yeah, yeah. Because... They got social media. They had more access to bodybuilding magazines instead right. of just in the corner store in that little department. Now so now you have more access to, to like, oh, aesthetic bodies. 
I want to look like that tomorrow uh, yeah. or next week. Oh, I want to do that <laughs> show in 12 weeks. When was, when did you, when did you last went to the gym? I never did, right. but I want to do that show. But now apply that to the social media and all the people that are living in, in, in the world. Yeah. And the fact it's a swarm of those type of people. Not that it's bad, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah. People that haven't had experience in training, they just want to roll out of bed and then start training and look like that. And but then the and... but the coach is going to be like, look, like it's not going to be easy and like you're going to have to take a lot of drugs and it's going to suck. I could do it. <laughs> but they're paying the coach and the coach is going to have to give the guy their goal. So, uh -huh. all right, we'll take this. But we actually have to take a bunch of this yeah. in order to be up there and win <laughs> because you want to win. So then now everything's rushed. Now everybody looks like shit. Now everybody looks like a balloon or like, like they don't have the density in their muscles like the people back in the 90s because the people back in the 90s have been fucking working out since they were a fucking child. Yeah. And they built all that foundation through consistent weight training with fucking lunch food. Yeah. The people Co these days... Closer to the bone. It's yeah. Like... The, the, the people these days that are competing, they didn't have that long line of history of training consistently... They built their foundation off of like rushing the process instead of building their 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 base off of trial and error and consistency. Yeah, putting in the work, going through the trenches. Yeah, but but that's just it's not that it's wrong and that not that it's negative. It's just that's the way this this it, reality is at this point. Yeah. So the information that's out there is for the people that don't want to listen to the basics because they're already past the basics because they can't do the basics because mm. they rushed the process. Mm. It's like, I learned how to fly, okay, but you don't even know how to walk, you don't even know how to crawl, you don't even know how to run, yeah. and you fly like shit. <laughs> you're flying, but, but you're not. Yeah. You're, you're just not dying and falling. You're, but you're not flying, you're just not like dying and falling. Right. I'll show you flying, that's flying, but that's not flying. You're right. just not dying. It is kind of crazy, man. Because, but it's so much information. Because, so like, much. there's one, there's a, a needle in a haystack or a needle in a jungle. Trying to find that because it's overconsumed with that. Mm -hmm. And like science, always respect it, but don't live by it. Right. But people live by it. Like it's a religion. <laughs> it's like exactly you know, what so, I was saying. Like uh, you, it's a, a curl. So, you're supposed to go like this. They at least they say like go like this. And I'm, I'm, I look in the book and I go like this. And he's like, go like this. Or Charles Glass says, go like this. And you do it. And you actually feel it hit that muscle. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second. And I remember I was I was working out with uh, Kelvin. And right around the same time you were training me, on the off days, I would go train with Kelvin. And he had all these things. He would say, now, now I'm different, right? Like, now my brain knows different. <laughs> so I'm like, we're going to do this workout. He's like, uh, and I'm like, oh, yes. Every time was like, yes. I know what you think. You know what I mean? And then we go do the workout, and it fucking hurts. And he's like, "No, nah, this ain't this ain't right." But it is. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Well, we should be able to bench this much." And I was like, "Man, nothing. We're not going to be able to because we're going to do it this way." Mm. Legs, holy shit! <laughs> but my legs got diesel. I just never knew I could work out like that. And so while while I got one plate on each side, and I'm 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 like holding it on the way down, controlling the negative, and we got to talk about that. But, like, it's so fucking painful. But when you break through that, 
and 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 I'm not lying, and it, it sucks right now because I can't. Like I'm in the gym, I'm trying to get back in, into the shape I was in, and when that negative starts hitting, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like he's not behind me, drop that shit down. I try to like mimic in my head, like okay, he's there, he's telling me to fucking hold it. And it's like immediate that I have to let go. But when you break through it, and you're, and and when you're there, when you're, you're like like talking to me, it, like, oh, it's not that bad. Oh wow, it's nice here. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh wow, that's what it feels like. But you have to get past that one little. Oh wow, yeah, we're here. That's what she said. Yeah. Well, you know, then they come back the next couple of days. They're healed, and they're like, dude, I feel fucking full. I feel stronger. Like, but like now, but even, I can't but now walk. All, all, even mentally, even mentally. Going through that, yeah. they take that back to their workplace, to their fucking right. personal life. It's like, I remember I was about to drop that. Like, it sounds stupid, but mm. it's fucking true. Like, you take that one. We all had one of those leg press of death, like, presets where, like, better not fucking die. You already see your knees <laughs> breaking. You're like, okay, I guess I could go to the ER if something happens. And then you do it. And then now that has given you confidence that, that you could do something. And you look at the weight, you're like, holy shit. A week ago, I never thought I would be able to do that, but I did it. There's a special comment for you down there. Hello. <laughs> Lorelai? Hello. She's looking so delicious. At the bottom. He, he really reads oh. through all of them. That was really <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are these people saying? Well, I to, just sound out words. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to, what, to what you were saying about, you know, having your having your clients and the people that you're working out with, have, having them push through and realize the value in doing so, that has a lot to do with mentality, right? And being a personal trainer, sometimes you have to, all the time, you, you're instilling mentality to these people. Mm-hmm. What is that like? Because sometimes it's not something you can put into people. You know, even you people, it even people who people. break past the threshold, even, even though they break past the threshold of inquiring about it, agreeing to pay the fee, which is a full commitment. They get in there, they go to the gym, and they think, okay, I'm going to be able to do this. And then they, that, they, that first day they get broken, and they're like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this. How do you keep that mentality strong? How do you keep that? Because it's not with weight that I break that mentality. Mm-hmm. It's usually, oh, this trainer gave me all this weight, and I thought, I, I can't do that. And then it's So it's like, through the work. It's through the execution. It's through the intention. It's through in like inside of the muscle before external outside of the muscle. I see. So it's like you could do this because you did it with that much yeah. weight. You just didn't know you could do it. No, no it's like, like it's like all right, you're benching three fifteen, right? You could do three fifteen. All right, now let's do one thirty five, but this way. What are you crying about? You could do three fifteen. So you're saying you're a pussy because one thirty five hurts. It's so I, I, I kind of, it's like logical too. It's like, but you have to, you have to relate that to the client. You have uh, to be like, say it in a way that they or can like, understand. Like when people say, oh, it hurts when I do this. So don't do that. You're right. Or how do I do hyper extensions without feeling it in my lower back? I'm trying to train my glutes. Then use your glutes. How do I use my glutes? <laughs> your glutes yeah. but then that it, it start you see you start chopping off like the chaos that you're creating here because they're probably going through so many different like information that they picked up online right. 
Like they're fidgeting their feet, they're doing this, but they're not just doing the most simplest thing, contracting your glutes or something like squeeze that. Squeeze it from the butthole. Yeah. Squeeze from the squeeze it from the butthole. You want to feel your glutes? <laughs> squeeze actually, your butthole. Yeah. But so like now getting to know your clients on such a personal level, you know, you're literally going through the trenches, going through war together, basically. Right? Yeah, exactly. You're, 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 you're yelling but at the them, tr- they're yelling at you, they're sweating, they're, they, sometimes they might cry, you know, whatever the case it is. They're pushing themselves to be the best that they can possibly be. When you have a relationship like that, you know, uh, you know, coach with athlete, trainer with athlete, um, and so on, sometimes you, you adopt their personal problems, their personal concerns. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have a situation where somebody brings that shit into the gym? And now Uncle Aldo's got to, listen, life is good. You know, put your depression to so the side. So you're asking if he's ever been in the situation that he was training a client and somebody came in and tried to attack his client. Well, like, let's say they're personal. fucked up their car their per- well, and tried to beat them up. That's awfully specific. <laughs> but I'm saying, do, do, you, do, you ever, do you ever take on your personal, your client's personal problems? Does that ever become something that you have to kind of juggle? It's never really. No, I mean, whenever the client comes in for that, I'm like a stripper. That hour, you got me. <laughs> Once that song's up, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. their, their job is to show up to the gym, okay? And you have to start, like, as a trainer, you have to think, like, you know how your dog waits for you at home in front of the mirror? All day for you to get home back from work. <laughs> Ten hours go by. Oh, you show up at work, and ah, you show up home, and right? They're doing that with you for their in their life. But to come to your ha- to to your gym, they specifically have that one fucking hour. They're think every single week. They're like whatever schedule you had. You're like that day I'm training with this motherfucker. I you might have home. bullshit for this time of the you know day, and then you have that blank, and then more bullshit. That blank spot is your piece of your bullshit and bullshit. I'm not your bullshit. I'm your, like, stress reliever. What is fitness? What is working out? Stress relieving. So if you show up to the gym, you already did a good job because now you're out of that bullshit. Yeah. Leave but, life at the door, basically. But even though they're pro- they're bringing in their problems, they're not telling the people around them their bullshit. But them doing that to me, they're not attacking me. They're just letting it go because I'm not going home with them. I'm not sleeping next to them. I'm not... In their family, I'm, I don't work for them. Yeah, I do, but like in my gym. But if it's to learn, but I also take that as a challenge where it's like I hear them out. How do I get them to you know go into the workout? If they don't, I've there I've seen so many times where I just like we don't even work out. It just twists turn. Like we'll do a couple like reps, but then. They cry like they'll cry and be so happy that they spoke wow. to me, and yeah. it's like, to me, it's like, okay, well, you, in my head, it's like, okay, you're late, but like, <laughs> you didn't get a workout, and I just got paid for like giving you advice. Nice. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, and okay. then they're leaving, and then it settles with me, like, damn, she cried, and like, she went back home, and like, I don't see her until next week, and, you know, you, yeah, you pick up on like, you have to pick up on their, their their life because it's like what what diseases do they have what like did they have a, a real fucking injury or a surgery in their knee 
that's a physical, you know, thing that you have to take into accountability True. when they show up. When they're emotionally distressed about something, that you can't just like, oh, you erase that. No, yeah, it's still in but, their heads. When you're, if they but, even start the workout and they're doing the weight physically, they could do it, but mentally they're not there. They could injure themselves and they could like not hear you three more. How does that feel? Because they're thinking about that, but now they're, you're telling them, all right, rock the weight. No, no, rock the weight. And they're still going. Now they pop something. So before I even go in there, you want to at least talk, always talk and see how they feel because they're, if you see them Saturday, that Saturday that you see them is not the same Saturday that they were back then. So even if you have a fucking logbook, it's not going to match. Maybe this Saturday before they came to you, yeah, they had Starbucks just like every other Saturday, but they added oat milk instead of fucking the milk that they used to. So now they need to take a shit, but they don't want to tell you that they got to take a shit because it's in the middle of their set and it's a really good set and they're scared to fucking shit all over the place and they're bloated and now they don't feel good, but it changes the whole entire scenario yeah. on, that, on that Saturday. So you have to like... Gotta in be in my, tune. In tune with your client. But like, like I said, like I've seen people cry and like just... But that comes with like the fan stuff, and it's like, what am I? A, I'm a trainer, but you're my fan, and like, which one yeah. do I give? Like, I'm dynamic. a human, but also, how do I relate to my client? I'm a fucking human. I've been through. How do I? You said I go to war with them, right? Mm -hmm. In order for me to be a successful trainer, I have to be able to go to fucking war and come back alive. In order to be next to them, them on the shoulder if you got and to. I, but but yeah. tell them, look, yeah, you might get a leg amputated, but guess what? You have your other left leg. You see mine. My right leg was amputated. Let's go together. You have one leg. I have one leg. Now we have two legs. Let's just yeah. hug each other and let's fucking ride. let's go. I'm with you. Yeah. But that's what it is, even emotionally or mentally, yeah. when you're with that client. It's not just physical. It's it's mental too. So if they need like some, or vice versa, they. They might want to commit suicide. You never know. Yeah, yeah. But them coming to you for that hour or them not, like, even shooting up a, like, a, a public place, you're the reason why they didn't, like, right. another trainer out there says it like that, too. Like, you're the reason why they don't, you know, shoot up a, right. you know, a place. Shoot shit up. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. For that hour, you know I hope nobody that. takes that out of context because it really is the the truth. Like it's it's a release. It's yeah, it's, they might. Like, it's the opportunity. Depression, yeah, like depression. Like they're they're probably not going to commit suicide because wow. that hour that you give them, that they're you're, they're the dog and you're the owner when like yeah, means that's so your, much. It's more than just physical. It's like true, but that that is what's going to separate you from all the other motherfucking trainers mm. because I could be like leave that shit at the door, right. But guess what? You just lost a client. How about if that client was paying you with like five hundred bucks per session? Yeah. Oh, because you have an ego. Well, guess what? You're, you're that's there goes your fucking car payment. Right. But guess what? I know how to talk to those people. So now I have a whole fucking line again with the annoying people. Now the people that you don't want that have emotional distress orders, whatever. Yeah. And thank God I was born and raised around women because it's easy for me. And I guess that's why it's easy. I know how to communicate. I'm such yeah. a good communicator. It is a game changer. It it's is a game changer. How, how tough is it in both of these ways? Number one, have you ever had, because you are a phenomenal trainer, and you really are training women, a lot of these women, on how to actually, like you said, they, they 
how do I how do I grow my glutes? You don't get the jealous boyfriend? Uh no. It's a water right there. Oh. <laughs> I saw I saw him drink nothing. No, I get just the, now. Yeah. I've done that with liquor in this in this podcast. Um No, I get the happy boyfriend. I get the happy husbands. Because you grew the cheeks. Huh? Because you grew because you grew the cheeks. Yeah. That's the real yeah. thing, I'm sure. Now now what's it like I'm being like, in a relationship? Is does that make a relationship tougher? Because you're around women all the time? For sure. Because that has to be like some jealousy shit. I mean, naturally, yeah. man. Naturally. Yeah, because... You know? Because, I mean, imagine... Let's try to twist it around. Imagine... But like, I, you're, I imagine, try, imagine I you got a girl... To, yeah, I try to all the time to see from her perspective or from... Because when you communicate with your partner, you don't just want to shut them off. You want to learn from their perspective in order to communicate with them or try and like think about the past of when you felt like that before in a relationship and try and like see from their point of view. So you guys could, you know, disfuse whatever you're like going on. But I'm so confident in myself. It's so hard to even like, okay, you like you're in the bodybuilding industry. Plus, you have guys in your DMs. You have guys leaving you hard emoji comments. You have guy fans. You you are in like surrounded by buff dudes. Couple thousand likes. You know, like famous dudes. Like, why the fuck don't I give a shit? For those of you that don't know, this the the man's girl is MVP. All right, this is fucking prime time champion out there. Uh, She was just in the Olympia. Um, Arnold champion. Arnold champion. A lot. She she won a lot of competitions. Yeah, a shitload of them. Yeah, two two consecutive seasons, back to back. She got second at the Olympia. She got third at the Arnold, then second at the Olympia. Then she won every prestigious pro show, and then she won the Arnold. Yeah, and then she won the Arnold. I don't fucking know. Yeah, she won the Arnold. She, yeah, she won the Arnold. Dude, it's been so long <laughs> and it was it fifth at the olympia this year yeah fifth at the olympia she was too conditioned which is not a bad thing because she's oh you're too in shape you're too perfect yeah i'll yeah. take it like <laughs> shit I, you're still on the olympia <laughs> stage absolutely it's not a loss what the fuck like that's a win yeah i've heard absolutely worse compliments. yeah <laughs> and 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 you could see like and and she's she's huge with fans so like yeah it is tough uh, like i i but I, for I, me it's not because like i i just I'm, I'm not. I'm you like believe so in yourself. Secure. Yeah, I believe in myself. I have nothing like I give like just like I give all my clients 100. percent I give my business 100. percent I give glutes 100. percent I give everybody 100. percent Again, he's talking about his dog. Yeah, I'm talking about my dog. <laughs> I, I, I want to make sure people know that because it just sounds crazy when they hear it like that. Like, he, what do you mean he gives glutes 100? percent Oh, she knows I give. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. 100 percent to the glutes. I give a hundred percent to everything. Like I'm like, I'm not a bitch when it comes to doing things I love. Like I'll do it. And like, I don't care if it offends you. I don't give a shit. If you fucking don't like it, I don't give a fuck if you don't like the way I look, how I speak. Cause guess what? I'm surrounded by the people that love me, that support me. So why the fuck do I even like, I literally <laughs> have to like stop work, lose money, 
look over, try and translate what you or hear what you're saying, and then let it force it to affect me. Why would I do that? I don't give a shit. So I'm just so like knowing that I'm in this, you know, life that I'm in this moment of life where I'm surrounded by people that love me, that I love them and that I'm happy with and I'm happy with myself and happy how far I've come and where I'm at. And the one thing is that I'm so fucking honest. I'm like, it's unfair how honest I am. Like, it's so unfair. Like I told myself, like, I want to be so honest that people like, you know, when you like back in the days, you would type so fast in a computer and go, "Er, er, er." like, I want people to go, "Er, you're so honest. Like, like, haywire. What's going on? You're so honest. I can't. I see that happen with this motherfucker. Yeah. I I can't shut the fuck up. I I, I I like being honest. Yeah. Because you save, you save so much time. You save so much energy and you don't have to, Mentally, oh, I, I said that lie. So yeah, I, you have yeah, to continuously like, think yeah, of like, oh, how, am I gonna, it, how am I going to word this so it's it's like, just fucking say it. Well, not if just you that, just but like, say it, when it's you so much your, better. But also when you hold yourself to that standard, just as a man, which all men should do, you don't got to worry about nothing. Because you know whatever the fuck you said was in truth anyways. And when the truth is on your side, what the fuck do I got to be worried about? Yeah, you about? could yeah. just walk you away know? at peace, but then you see them in the background. <laughs> <laughs> come stress with me. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm, I, I need to go to work. <laughs> and then later on, like, I'm good. <laughs> but then that teaches you like, not like how to accept it, but like, that's, you know, that, that's not the end all be all type of thing, but they should, you know, they have to take their part and like learn how to like not do that all the time or not, you know, instead of doing it for a whole day, like shut off a couple hours, turn into half a day and then work on it to like three hours and then it doesn't become an issue anymore type of thing. Now you be- are mad about your scheduling. Like you're, you're I'm his money. I'm a, I'm a trainer. Your yeah, scheduling yeah, is literally like, because you sleep early. Because this, this is it. Because look, this is fucking it. I'm a gym owner. I'm a boyfriend. I'm a son. I'm a dad dog. I am a gym oh, is it trainer. Trainer. A trainer. Trainer. Yeah. I also take care of three social media accounts, advertising, marketing. I write out the ebooks. I come up with the fucking t shirts. I. Manage, and you're always gym, learning. Ten, 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 ten trainers, help them, give them clients. All those things in one day, in 24 hours, every single day, I have to be 100 percent at each and one of those things. But I also have to be 100 percent with myself and give myself 100 yeah. percent. When the fuck am I gonna give myself 100 percent during work hours? Never, because when I'm at work, I gotta give my clients 100 percent. I got to give my trainers 100%. I got to give my gym 100%. I got to give myself as a trainer 100%. I got to give the writing of the ebooks 100%. I got to come up with the ideas of the t-shirts 100%. I got to do that with the communication with everybody on my team 100%. 
Got to be a boyfriend 100%. Got to be a dog uh, dad 100%. Got to be a son 100%. Shout out to the fucking dog like, dads. All those, yeah, for sure. But all that, I have to do at 100%. So before that, I know I'm going to, after that, I'm going to be fucking drained. So how am I going to take care of myself first? I'm going to fucking train early when there's no one awake. I don't give a fuck. What does that look like? That's a 3 a.m. workout. I wake, I wake up at one fifty. I don't need my alarm clock anymore. Wake up at one fifty. turn off my fucking like, alarm clock, take a shower, cold shower. Take us through it. What's a, what's a day in the life? Okay, so wake up at one fifty automatically, turn off my alarm, and then go to the kitchen, take my Adderall because I have ADHD, so that helps me out a little yeah, bit. Sure. Take a cold shower, come out. Pack my clothes that I'm going to wear after my workout. So it's like kind of soothing and like, you know. Yeah. Routine. Yeah, routine. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, get everything aligned. Kiss glutes goodbye. Kiss Lorely goodbye. Get inside the car. Sometimes I stop by this gas station, get a White Monster and a big 100 protein bar. Then I drive all the way to Sawgrass fitness systems because if i train at my gym i end up like i'll go there for a chest and i end up doing hip thrusts. sweeping oh okay oh yeah, or sweet yeah i, I fucking mopped on saturday <laughs> like like fuck why do i know why is he mopping i'm like mopping that's how it is dude and i'm like fuck i can't do this man and i bought all those machines for myself too like it's yeah. like fuck so i have to go to another gym for shit so i don't do that to their gym because it's not my house it's not my gym so i go there work out i leave Get to the gym at like 4.30, 4 4.30, take a shower. In the shower, I eat my protein bar, get out, get changed, get to the computer, respond to emails or like um, do things on the, on edit the videos for social media, yeah. the voiceovers. Whatever your workflow is. and Yeah, and then... Get my first client, train my, and once I train my client, it's back to fucking back, nonstop until like 2 p.m. Damn. So first client's like what, six, seven? Five, third, five. five or six. Wow. And then I stop at like two, but then two comes, I gotta go inside the office, see what needs to be done. Go over like workouts that need to be. Now taken. everybody else's day is getting started, so like you gotta. But I also have to run the gym, run the trainers, yeah. run the future of the like the glute camps and stuff, and like, did the shirt lady called? Like, what do they look like? Let me see the mock-ups. Okay, I want to order this. What do you mean? Da, 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 da. Okay, where's the vanity coming from? Da, da, da. What what's the expected time of the machines coming in? Da, da, da. Yeah, <laughs> and at a hundred percent, and then glutes. I gotta take her out. Da, 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 da. Boyfriend. And then it's like seven o'clock, six o'clock p.m. I want to go home, but Sounds then like you don't got time to give a fuck, like about I all that. So I, 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 like, I want to know. I genuinely appreciate you coming to the podcast because I know that it was not simple. I was trying to explain this to Landon the other day. Yeah, I, like, I know it ain't simple. Yeah, but like you supported me, like like you said, I mean, like throughout, yeah. like you saw me from like you know when I was working with John. I saw you next to him. Jonathan. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm yeah, I saw you next to him. I'm like, this motherfucker's really getting in. So I'm then, like, with the wrong trainer. <laughs> so then, like, I just knew, like, you, you see me grow this much. It's like, and you supported me even with your girl. Like, you never said like, 
don't charge her like stuff like or ask for a discount. Yeah, and that's like hard to find, and right. like he's real. So <laughs> yeah, you Boy, can't knock hey, it. That's, hey, a, rare, that's exactly. a rare thing, man. Motherfuckers. That's a rare thing, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Especially just knowing people in passing, you know. Let alone meeting a motherfucker on Instagram. It's like I can't trust you for that. For sure, and I you always know, like motherfucker, man. You always know who is fucking different than shit. the rest. You know, like oh. you, you know, when they they have the conversations with you, you're like, okay, he's willing to just speak. He's not there's there, there's no sugar coating here. It's it's well, that's the beauty like, of this format. It, but you you feel it when you're having conversations with people, and it seems like they keep looking away. You know what I mean? Ducking yeah. certain points, and it's like, I, fuck. I can't trust a son of a bitch. Like, you can fucking label people, man. Yeah, for sure. You could oh, yeah. be like, oh, that's yeah. that New Yorker motherfucker. That, that's like those New Yorker motherfuckers. Or that's that Miami <laughs> motherfucker, that shit. Yeah. So before we let you go, I want to I wanna learn about the method. I want people to learn about the method. Controlling the, controlling the negative. So that's what we're... How did that become? That, because that's like, that's a huge thing. I, I believe it's on the wall. Yeah. So that was, By the way, shout out, this motherfucker had a somebody come in and paint a mural of The Rock. And The Rock reposted that shit years on his ago. page. And that shit I was huge. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I think I and it's fucking sick. It yeah. looks like the motherfucker's staring at you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a fucking sick. That'll get you, that'll get you motivated. Oh, for free. He reposted it for free. <laughs> for him to post something on his social media, that's like that's sick. How much millions? We got to get him. Google gotta, that. Yeah, I was just and I say, did that. Like, if uh, the Rock, if you need help flying free. over to Iron, I got you, and I will get you to stay. So that's organic. And so that two means hours. He, he came to the gym. No, no, he just no. reposted it. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. People were tagging him in the in the picture, and then he reposted it with a caption and everything that's with fine. my name on it. Yeah, fucking yeah, it was a dope ass. Three hundred sixty million followers. Yeah, you got to pay for that kind of fucking reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he did it for he's free. Actually, yeah, he's yeah. actually one of the people <laughs> online that is the most paid for reposts. Like uh, Kylie Jenner, The Rock, he's up there, free. and I'm yeah. sure he's got other murals. I haven't seen him posting any other murals. That's right, because I'm from Miami. Hello, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So control the, the negative. How did that come about? Majority of the people don't control the negative in, in like exercise when they're doing a rep. They like gravity do the work for them. Like when they're doing a bicep curl, huh, drops. When they do a lunge, huh, drops. When they come down on a squat, huh, bounce. They drop and then they bounce back up. Like it's always. That's half of the fucking rep, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you, a fucking pussy? Yeah. That is what's going to make you fucking grow. And you're stronger in the eccentric, which is the negative. But if you want to get really science with it, the negative is towards the end when you can't do the eccentric anymore. So for you science nerds out there. <laughs> so the net, but then that goes, that's the sucky part because you run away from it. So it's like I'm, I'm yeah, doing a yeah. lat pull down from here. Uh huh. That's a concentric. Right, and then it's this, right? And I'm going back up. It's controlled. Because yeah. there's a difference between slow and controlled. People are like, oh, so slow. I'm like, no, motherfucker, controlled. Yeah. What does that mean? Controlled? Yeah. You control the weight. Don't let the weight control you. Because if you're going slow, you're thinking about slow. If you're letting the weight just, like, carry your arm up. You know what I mean? Like, when so you're, you're holding like, it. Okay. Oh, you I see what you're saying. You're just letting it go versus having... A good yeah, you're actually firm fucking, grip. You're actually and like choosing. letting this. You're put, you're it's not putting, that you're getting weaker as you go. You're just actually. You're putting it up. Yeah, it's not it's putting quite, you I see up. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That's a subtle difference. Yeah. And that's and like the hugest motherfucking yeah. difference. Holy that's fuck. That's literally fucking that's half big. of the rep. That's big. 
It's half of the fucking rap. That's big. Yeah. It, <laughs> and you're the strongest in your yeah. eccentric anyways, too. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but then that goes on with life as well. Like you run away from the pain. The, the pain. No, well, you the fucking control that. What? That's why I have stoicism all up on me because where do I learn how to control my emotions? Mm. Through the fucking painful fucking sets and the yeah, fucking man. reps. Yeah, man. So if I could fucking see death in those fucking reps. <laughs> yeah. What's no, a f- anything in fucking <laughs> what's life. A, what's a flat tire, bro? What do you the mean? Fuck? <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, whoop the yeah. fucking do. And then I like when I used to work on the beach as a cabana boy in the fucking hot sun for fucking seven years, no AC with shoes on and fucking sand in my fucking shoes. Dragging those chairs and those umbrellas. And the nasty. Now I'm can. inside fucking yeah. <laughs> yep, and now yep. I'm inside an AC unit doing everything that I fucking always wanted to do. And That's everybody's fine. like, how do you work so long hours? And so you don't Bitch, feel I like got you're AC. working. <laughs> so you don't even feel like you're working throughout no, the day, do you? No. When I, I'm, like I said, I'm living my fucking dream every single fucking day. No one could fuck with me. I am, li- like, you could fucking hate me. I don't care. I'll still send you flowers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> fuck. That's a point that everybody should strive to get to, man. And it's like, not I easy. am free of everything, dude. Like, yeah. People, and people fuck. hate that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you want to be so successful and so happy, you want to offend people. Yeah. And you want to be so happy that they can't even turn you to get annoyed. You want them to be like, be annoyed with me, with me. Yo. Yeah. Like, stress with me. Why? Be- because, I don't know, because I want you to. Right, right. right. Like, I'm not come on, be more pathetic. Either. Come He's on, so be animated. more pathetic. Be more fucking pathetic. That's how you want them to be. Yeah. Hell but yeah. you're not trying to do that, but that that's how that's just so just fucked up how life is that when you're so happy, there's people that fucking suck dick <laughs> that up. don't want you to be happy and they don't even fucking know who the fuck you are. It's funny, but I know exactly what the fuck he meant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he looked at it and he was like, I'm gonna say it. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what they do. Yeah, oh, it's what they do. It's what they choke on. It's what they ride. It's what they fucking like. Don't have. The fuck? Uh, just I have didn't know he had bars too. You didn't yeah, tell yeah, me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, the motherfuckers, they genius. There you go. That's what I'm saying. No, Wait, he's right. Bro. He's right. Misery does love company. That is true. Yeah, and that it's like true. you can't touch. Like that is true. So get the fuck out of here, because everybody in my fucking you ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, everybody oh, in my man. gym, they like. It's a positive fucking. Are you family. training your trainers the same way you train your clients? I yeah, and the, so they picked that up like because they all shadowed me and they all like learned like they shadowed me. And, yeah, they shadowed me in the the internship program. Start that's how I got so many trainers, and then they stayed on board as you know they had the choice of either staying in the internship or being their own trainer. So I helped them develop their own business as a trainer because now they have backed up schedules with clients because. I didn't, you know, there's only one me. So, but they had to learn how to train through me by shadowing me. So, yeah. So, they so even up, the clients that can't afford you, they get that same experience from somebody on the camp. Yeah, and I'm there fucking helping everybody. And I'm there. Like it's, we're all like, we'll help each other. Like, I'm there to like help. And you're running camps to also teach people. Yeah. And like, now we have a, we have um, a shadowing program 
where you could either pay for a day of shadowing, which um, it's either two half a days or one full day. If you choose a day where I'm fucking fully booked or you want to separate those into two separate days because the internship program is like we have too many of that now. So we're done with that. And we have the, the shadow program. program. That's fucking That's sick. Blessing, and we man. have like three people shot. Like I didn't even plan it. It was just like asked for. And then we set it. And then now we have three people. I was going to ask you, how, how'd you come up with that? But I guess there was a need for it. But I remember like a long time ago, right? I didn't even have mind body. Mind body is like the, uh, App. the app where gyms like do the third party credit card authorization shit. Oh, okay. And, the girl that helped me, she was an old client of mine. Her name's Danny. She uh, she was the ex manager of uh, the Brooklyn uh, Equinox, and oh, she sure. was like, and this is when I was getting big, like before I as soon like right before I had Melissa came on board. I was sitting in my gym on a Sunday by myself. There was like there was just me and Josh, like the, and she was like. Although you have like knowledge and experience, you have something that's valuable. Do an internship program so people could work for you and you just trade them your knowledge and your experience. Mm -hmm. And then that's how it started rolling. That's and then, but I wasn't getting paid for it. I was just getting work for it. Right, right, right. And then, which is, and then naturally <laughs> and organically, they started learning from me. They started taking on my clients. Now they have their own business, and now they're packed, but now I'm also making a little cut from them. But I never asked them yeah. for fucking money. I said, don't you don't need to pay me your rent. Like, just let's figure this shit out together. Yeah. And yeah. then... Make it, it makes sense. The yeah. same shit that you do with your clients. You're getting to know them and work. Exactly. And then it got to the point where she was like, doing like internship, whatever. Got yeah. that. And then... People were sit, like, even at that time, you're like, oh, you know, people want to shadow you. Da, da, da. I'm like, it, it will come just like everything else has come. You know, yeah, that's the, you know, the idea of it. But you, it just happens organically when you're successful. If you like. When you hear other entrepreneurs talk about it, it's always just do it and everything just comes naturally. And that's what that's how that came naturally. Like, I didn't even like plan it. OK, tomorrow we're going to start this. It's like, <laughs> no, let's just. Oh, he wants to, um, all right, just say, you know, we could do it this, this. Oh, he said, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, another one wants to do it. Right. Offer the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Offer her the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And then that's how it fucking happened. It wasn't like strategically planned out. It just happened when it was appropriate in life. Yeah. How'd you so. get the experience to become a business owner confidently? Because one thing about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. There you go. It is the greatest way. Uh, I say it often, and I mean it, and people could say whatever the fuck they want, but when you're dealing with somebody that sold drugs in their lifetime, I promise you, they have a different idea of how it works. You're also a lot better at understanding people and working with people. You know what I mean? You're, you're, those people are usually the best at bringing a team with them. And, yeah. and and creating it's, it's a team like, because you like could, MLM, because you like, know you got to work with this person because they got to get their shit done yeah. you know what I mean and bring you back you know what I mean or just give me my money here goes your stuff I'll see you next week you want right. to work with them you know what I mean and, right. and then it, it it gets into business mm. and but also what another thing was like working in the hospitality business too because okay. I worked at Aquilina it's like one of the most prestigious um, 
spa resorts. Resorts yep. in uh, Sunny Isles. It's a five diamond five uh, star hotel or four diamond or whatever. The highest one. I was working there for seven years on the beach, and then I remember we weren't allowed to say no to any of the guests. And say. over there, everybody is from like other countries yeah. Rush, with so like much money. So if they say, I want two chairs by the beach, and there's no more chairs, we have to learn how to make them feel make happy. Happen. So that helped me in the future with my clients. How do I make them feel happy? Right. Verbally, though, with communication, and even if I can't paying, deliver it. And high-paying clients, not just some run-of-the-mill. Exactly, and you know how they like to be treated? Yeah, they like to be treated like royalty, but they like to be treated as a human being, too. When yeah, you just, right. like... Because all the famous Shock people were there, too. Like, Ronaldo was there. Like, DJ Khaled would be right here. The owner of the SIM card was coming out every single... Like, dude, these people... But if you, like, just... They appreciate that. They like that. Because all day, and all day, everybody's like, hey, oh, oh. And then they get to somebody who treats them normal. It's like, oh. Now you're their favorite person. Exactly. So then those people that, you know, hire you as a trainer, they're a fucking regular person. That makes sense. They're a regular person. And that's kind of the reason why I wanted to ask that, too, because, you know, everybody's, I feel like everybody's sold a little weed, right? But um, the thing about being a business owner. Not successfully. Definitely not everybody's successful with it, but being a business owner, it's like driving a ship. Um, you never learn. You, you once you learn something, you have you evolve, and you have to learn how to evolve. Like mm-hmm. what I've learned is being You have to be successful at being successful. Cool. Absolutely. Let's go. Like it's like all right. You have the football. What are you gonna do with now it? Now what? Now what? Yeah. You could fumble that shit. You could run fast. Mm-hmm. It's still going to, the air could pop it out of your hand. What are you going to do with it? You have to go over there. Yep. Yeah, you got the football. What are you going to mm-hmm. do with it? You made yeah. it to the 50. Keep going, brother. You made it to the 30. And guess keep, what? Keep you going, get a brother. touchdown. There's still fucking time up on the fucking board, motherfucker. <laughs> it it's again. not even halftime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's life. That's business. Once you, oh, I made it. Oh, now I got to collect all the money. Now I got to find out how to fucking count all this money and still have to train all my clients More at the money. same time. More, More problems. problems. Yeah. yeah. So, so you have to learn how to like count so much money. <laughs> yeah. You have to learn which account should I put this in. Now you're an accountant. Yep, yep. When I fucking hated numbers when I first started. <laughs> and, 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 and the shitty part is a lot of people don't understand it. They're, it's... No matter what fucking uh, tribulations you went through to get to where you are, when you get there, everybody's like, oh, you had it handed to you. Oh, you got it easy. They want that. Yeah, it's like, you think think this shit is easy? You think doing what I do is easy? Really? Do it. Like, why are you here working for me if you... If it's easy. If it's easy. And and but it's so easy yeah. for them to say it in that moment. It's just like, oh, you know, it's easier to say this than it is to realize that you're lacking somewhere to be here. And I went past that part. They don't even want to see the logic behind what they're saying either, because it's like it's you a have tough a fucking you have a you. It's like other trainers probably saying it, but like you have a fucking expensive camera. You have a fucking mic. You have a camera guy but yet you're still working 
underneath a, a, a gym and you're saying that, oh, I've had this handed to me, I fucking use my cell phone, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck? But you have a fancy camera? But I've made myself through my fucking cell phone documenting my fucking clients day in and day out with my fucking cell phone and cursing too. <laughs> you have a fancy, you have a fancy camera. Why aren't you, why didn't you make it? Right. You talk all proper and sciencey and shit. Why don't you, why didn't you make it? You're getting shit handed to you on a platter. Because they're not willing to eat shit. More than likely, that's usually they don't want to learn how people function. They don't want to learn. Human they don't want to save to build it. They, they don't want to take the time to build it. You know, it's like, eh. like we're we're, we're doing. We just got this an, another unit. We expanded again. Congratulations, Thank by you. the way. Congrats. So it's not the unit next to us or the unit after that. It's where the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu spot is, and then. Now my barber that I was going to for so many years, now he's an entrepreneur. It's really turning into an actual fucking university. Yeah, it's crazy. So my barber, like, I'm renting out a part of that space for him to, you know, cut people's hair. So now he's an entrepreneur now. This fucking guy. And then I have the the massage therapist. I got them an office in there. And then I have uh, Laura Lee's posing area studio place. She's teaching too? Well, for posing because she has posing Her own posing. Yeah. And and she's training you. Kind of, yeah. Clients. Yeah. Posing. Well, she more poses than training, but she will train okay. clients. So we're there, and it's a Sunday. The demo people came in, and we had to throw out all the garbage by Monday so they could start painting. I called my the, the barber. I'm like, yo, you want to help me? And he's like, okay. So we're there fucking breaking fucking, uh, what is it? The, 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 the walls that white people, yeah, drywall breaking that (laughs) shit. So we're like breaking drywall, fucking like sweating our ass off. It's a real deal demo. Like, yeah. And we're throwing it out. I'm like, dude, I'm teaching him how to like throw demo shit away because he reminds me of me when I first expanded the first time, yeah. and my uncle helped me uh, break down the wall. I'm there like, hur, hur, like, oh, <laughs> like trying to do it fast, and I'm like, that used to be me. So I'm like, dude, just like break it into the little halves, and then, like make sure yeah. you rip it, and then when you put inside the, the the trash, don't stack it neatly. Just make it make sense in the bag, and it won't be as heavy, and it, you'll yeah. fit. And I'm like, holy shit. But then I started telling like, yo, man, this is the thing that people don't see. Mm. Like if in two years from now, when you're like, because now you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur. When you become more successful, people are going to want that little room, but they're not going to see what you're doing right now. The stupid shit that you're doing, they're not going to fuck. They're not going to see that. True. And I'm still fucking doing this shit. <laughs> I'm in fucking, I look like fucking, I'm, I'm working at Home Depot. I'm Spanish. I look like I'm fucking from Home Depot right now. I have all this fucking like dust and shit driving a fucking truck. Yeah. I have the fucking Oakley sunglasses. I'm not wearing my Dita sunglasses in that bitch. I'm wearing my Oakley sunglasses. I look like a fucking Spanish fisherman at this point. I'm taking out fucking the trash. I'm mopping the floor and shit. At this level. At the But this is a part no one wants to see that. No one wants to go through that, especially even when you're at this level and you're making whatever X amount of money. 
I'm still fucking doing that shit. I'm still mopping my fucking floors. I'm still helping out. Sometimes members that don't even fucking pay me to train them. I'll fucking still help them out. They go through a 30-minute workout and they end up training with me because I'm walking by and I'm in a good mood. I just ate fucking fire-ass food and Cookies. I have to stay here. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Come on, man. Let me have you at. Yeah. Hey, try it like this. And then it just ends up doing, like. I just, I just went shit. through this uh, moving in an office. Landon was with me and it's like. I, I take pride in that. I don't know why I, I, I feel like there's something about it to be to be able to do that. You know what I mean? To what? like to make money and and have a business that's operating successfully, but then going back to scratch. You know what I mean? And building and tearing down and you know what I mean? Like it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to get your hands dirty and 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 want to because a lot of people just avoid. Getting their hands dirty if again, they, if yeah, exactly again. again, again, yeah. It's like that's the difference. I don't have to fucking do that. Yeah, sometimes it like with Uber Eats, I don't need to go home and cook. I can fucking order food. <laughs> I don't need to eat chicken and broccoli. I could order pizza. I don't. <laughs> I don't fucking compete. I could eat whatever the fuck I want. I'm up all. I'm. I'm up as long fucking yeah, days. I'm still burning that shit yeah, off. Still burning, for sure. But yet, I'll still cook. I say that to people all the time. I think that if you are an entrepreneur, the best thing to do is to do it yourself. Especially when you're, like, starting something off. Dude, the fucking one thing. These fucking pussies. (laughs) fucking motherfucking pussies, bro. The people that say, I don't want to get burnt out. Bitch, you need to fucking know what burnt out fucking feels like in order to know what burnt out is. True. But to be successful, you have to get to burning out, live in burning out, burn yourself out some more, learn how what fucking being burnt out is and the aftermath of being burnt out. And then by the time you realize what burnout is, guess what? That's not burning out anymore. But what happens if... This is your burnout. Oh, I don't want to get, but you never got there because you're always saying, I don't want to get there. But your potential burnout is up here. Mm -hmm. But what happens if this is what you call burnout and then you get someone pregnant and now you have a kid? Naturally, your burnout level is going to be up there now because you have a fucking child and you're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to burn yourself out by having a child. (laughs) You don't make sense, but you need to fucking burn out to understand what burnout is. Right. Absolutely. Especially because that that line hustle moves. at what you do, take pride in what you do, go all the way in at what you do. You know what I mean? If if you own a gym, then fucking go clean up your gym. Uh, especially when you're starting that shit off, go fucking go fill it up with some machines. You know what I mean? Go I fucking sweep the goddamn floors, mop the fucking floors. Take pride in what you do. What is it? What is the saying? If you take work seriously, or yeah, if you take work seriously, it's uh, work. likely to return the favor. You know what I mean? If you take uh, if you take your business seriously, it's likely to return the favor. It, it'll yeah. it, you'll be taken seriously. You know what I mean? Something like, something like that. Yeah. Because if like, like the the general concept of it is is if I go to work and I take that shit serious, I could grow. Mm-hmm. If I if I open a business and I take that shit seriously, it's more than likely gonna become a serious business. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Where it, I could make money and I could thrive. If the in. business if you don't is yours. It, exactly. If you don't take this shit seriously. In your business, 
it's more than likely going to return that favor too. It's not going to yeah. become anything. Yeah, what you put in, you, you know, you got to You got to fucking. But you got to grind. Have to understand that the business is your baby, so that's a part of you. If you're not taking your business seriously, then you're not taking yourself so, seriously. Yeah. So then you're just a fucking joke. I, I I swear that pushed me through so many times because I look at it also like I've had plenty of jobs where I'm slaving for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't I put that same dedication and loyalty and effort towards my shit? You know, something that I can genuinely take pride but, in and say, this is my shit. But sometimes you have to go through that in order to build those tools and those foundations in order for you to deliver those things into your yeah. business. That's like, a, I remember, yeah, because I remember, I, fuck, I got to do this shit. It's like, well, I'm going to learn, like, this is going to help me out in the future. Yeah. And then, or during those moments that I recall, now when I'm in my AC, like, you know, so glad I went like, through the bullshit. It's like, damn, thank God I went through all that bullshit <laughs> on the beach, standing on my feet in the sand with sand in my fucking shoes because I could stand all fucking day. Uh, yep. and, oh, dragging those chairs through the sand. Uh, to Now I can spot uh, these fucking strong ass women with AC. Yeah, the AC. Right. Like, it, it helped me. I feel that 100%. But working for someone else helped me. Yeah, no, you're in right. Those, in, those, in those ways. And, and I don't think everybody is made to be a business owner. No. Because nah. not everybody could do that, man. Not everybody could take on that responsibility. More people are not More people made to are be not. business owners. That's why there's not that many. When you got people relying on you for their well-being, for their income, or even for whatever services that it is that you're providing. I don't care if it's a car dealership, if it's an insurance company, if it's a gym, if it's a whatever the fuck it is that you, you write postcards. I don't give a fuck what it is. Like... Not a lot of people are meant to be business. Not a lot of people are meant to be fucking business owners. Yeah, they can't handle it, man. It takes a lot to do that. It takes a lot know, of sacrifice, yeah, too. They don't it is. that The to. more money, more problems is a real thing. There's, there's. I was just having this conversation recently because I put somebody in position to make more money and their problems are increasing. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, it's a lot easier to like get yourself, movie. make more money. And there's a good chance you might make more debt yeah. if you're not treating it the right way. You know what I mean? Like you could really fuck yourself in this world. If you're not disciplined, you need to stay disciplined, stay fucking disciplined, stay, stay fucking focused. disciplined. Yeah, uh, fuck around. It's 10 o'clock, man. I don't want to hold you forever, but I, I got another question that popped up in my head. The toughest person you ever had to train. Like, like who's, who's a person that, or give me like an example. Myself. No, because I'm always like questioning myself. That's a good answer. Because someone asked me before, who's the one person that you that you want to train? My answer was whoever pays me. <laughs> Most. <laughs> and then the second answer that came to me was my mom. But then the real answer that like, it was between my mom or train myself. Because I will never know how it feels to train myself. To spot myself, to push me the way I push you, I'm never gonna receive that. I'm never gonna feel what right. everybody feels. I wish I could because I've studied this for so long that you guys get to enjoy it. <laughs> but when I train myself, I'm not there with my other arm spotting myself. Yeah. I, I will never know how it feels. Fucking motherfucker. Yeah, you really <laughs> not. But like um, <laughs> the most. Uh, like you ever trained somebody before that was like, ah, damn, this motherfucker's good, huh? You like you, you ever you trained somebody? Or, no, or no, like difficult, difficult in the sense of 
they they just fucking shine through every fucking time you you give them a workout. They they kill it. You mean you know, like, like they can endure? Like they can endure it. They could they could but take. That, but mm. my me going in there is not to destroy them. It's for them to feel. That's what I want from them. So it's not difficult. Okay. I, no, I'm not saying it's difficult. I'm saying like 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 Laura Lee. Um, I'm sure she perseveres through a lot of what you put her through, because she's out there too conditioned. What the fuck is that? You or know what I'm saying? Like we're too big and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but no. But what I'm saying is, there's who one shocked cl- you like that? Like like damn, okay, who shocked me? Yeah, like, all my clients, bro. Like because like in the beginning, the ones that are still with me. Yeah, it's like. I have to step back for a moment and be like, I don't got to fucking hold the weight for you anymore. Holy shit. Like, uh, IFBB pro walks in and I see them doing their reps and I see this old lady doing her reps. And I'm like, that is shit and that is fucking poetry. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. And it's like, then I remember there's me Lisa, screaming. There's so it, many. And it's like me sc- remembering screaming at this motherfucker for weeks after weeks control the negative yeah. now she's there like 320 pounds and this person over here <laughs> having a seizure with the with the weight and shit i'm like jesus mm, wow yeah that's one but like also the one that re- is like remember when we touched up on the the person bringing in emotions from whatever yeah those people are the ones that, like, are the most difficult because that brought me outside of just training and opened up my eyes to, they're paying me to learn how to take annoyance. Like, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to give you 500 bucks and I'll teach you how to not get annoyed of people. What do you say? Shit. Okay. Right. Right? Don't I, I had to create that mindset. It's crazy. And stru- and but I but before I thought that way, I was dreading training these people. Like I hated it because I would be on such a high five AM, kill these clients, six AM, kill these clients, no 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 kill these clients, and then they come in. Mm-hmm. And if you're a trainer and you're successful and you like, you know, back to back to back to back and you have one of those that drains it's like Clock you're just slow. on a fucking roll. You're on a roll, like, high, like, you know. And then this person, one hour, just fucking drains you. and it's Drain. just, That's the worst. But then you, that person helped me look at all these other people in such a better fucking, more different perspective than just, like, either a dollar sign, a client. You see people, like, it's like, you know when you have those x-ray goggles? see like that's what i see with them oh, yeah. instead of just i like, never had x-ray goggles but uh, i hear i know what you're saying yeah <laughs> see so them for stuff, who they really are like yeah, what, what's really yeah exactly yeah. but now you have more tools to help them get to their goal because now you see beyond their physical abilities so you have more tools underneath your belt more than the other trainers do so now you're more successful not okay it's not a competition but i'm just saying you have more tools so now you're more successful at being a trainer better and quit. then the trainers that you that and you're able to persevere through the times where people are trying to drain you you've pushed the ceiling again i just learn how to master that part that they're trying to annoy me with 
It's like, <laughs> let me see if I could, how can I turn this perspective around? Yeah. Pat, got it. You can't fucking play with me. Yeah, Let's have a good boy. time now. Yeah, game time. Now. But now those, now all those tools, I'm teaching that to my trainers. But now those trainers are bringing me a percentage too because I helped them since day one. And it's not out of greed either. It's a, because I'm still teaching them. Still, yeah. Still. I mean, it's normal. This yeah. is business. This is how it works. Yeah. And, but this is, that's like the big thing that a lot of it's trainers a don't know. Like, but it's just so simple. And like when other trainers that are aspiring to be trainers ask me like for advice, that's the first thing I, I tell them is like the emotion part. Like that part is like the, is a big thing. I think you build confidence in a lot of the people that have interned with you. A lot of people are afraid in any business, especially in yours, to raise prices uh, to for their for their services, right? Like a lot of trainers are going to hit you with that. Oh, it's twenty dollars an hour or forty dollars an hour. Yeah. And and I know that when I started training with you, it wasn't twenty dollars an hour. It wasn't forty dollars an hour. It was it was up there, and people would be like, "Oh, you're paying that much." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm actually learning shit." Like, <laughs> I could train people at this, in 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 some capacity now because I could bring them in and yeah, what you your train. What's his name when you would go work out? Kelvin. With him, yeah, yeah. It was literally every single time. Nothing he said went. Nope, that's how we're doing it. You know what I mean? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I do. I pay for this shit. Fuck you. You know what I mean? And it, it was just, it, I mean, that motherfucker turned into a monster. I was turning yeah. into a monster. I was training with other people, and I was like, this, I didn't, I got to work out for another two hours. Yeah. I'm going to do this. What was that? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck just happened? That sh- do this? You want me to hold it like this? I was just thinking, like, I it's can't. Not, it's not even growing while I'm doing the rap. What's going on here? I can't imagine what it feels like for you, for somebody being in your position. Because you got that that trainer, not just a coach, but trainer, coach, sensei. Are you not type a coach at all? Huh? Are you a coach at all? What do you mean? I'm not an online coach. You're not. You're, are you even a coach? <laughs> what do you mean? Would you call yourself a coach in any capacity? Or you just I mean, I'm coaching people through a set, but I'm a trainer, personal yeah. trainer. Right. So, so that's my point. But, I'm, but I'm having, everything like that consists of. The umbrella, yeah. Of I don't know. It's the like, fitness industry. No, not no. The bodybuilding industry. No, it's more than just bodybuilding. It's more than lifting weights. It's like deep, like not deeper. It's, it's a way of life. Yeah, for sure. Because like for sure, it got me through school. It got me through yeah. high school, middle school, elementary school. Got me out of smoking, doing stupid shit. You know, and now it's got me here to being in a successful life living a dream every single day. It's more than just bodybuilding, I think. And it's like the coaching aspect, it comes when you're training the client through a set, through a rep. When I would scream at you, that's coaching. Right. Try like this. Yeah, okay, I got But you. then I'm training you for that hour. I got you. I didn't mean to cut you off, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. So to that, having that role of coach, sensei, master, trainer, you know, that role, it's got to be extremely fulfilling. When you see somebody who was here and you brought them all the way to here and now they're you know accomplishing their goals and crossing things off that list like that's got to be a great fucking feeling and when it comes to the whole big you know the bigger picture the whole fulfillment of, i made a baby of doing it. what you want to do i mean hey i'm, I'm dead <laughs> ass like, you're, I actually, you're responsible i actually made for a baby <laughs> do it iron university started it not gonna fucking lie huh iron <laughs> university started my baby what do you mean that's <laughs> do, how it do started the, do the math i was i was fucking feeling myself you know what I mean? I was I was fucking shredded. 
Uh-huh. I met somebody in fitness. I went to Iron University, shot a video. Oh, that's what yeah. kicked it off? Yeah. Slid mm. in the DM? That's how it all started. Boom. So I, it, it started the first fucking Grow a booty, grow a family. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing lives here at Iron University, baby. Yeah. In this right. case, it was my booty that grew. <laughs> yeah. I like I like that uh, that design to control the negative because yeah. it can stand for a lot of different things. Yeah, in life, like it, life, yeah. yeah. But what were you saying about like being like a coach or trainer? I was just saying how good it must feel to have that fulfillment of of taking somebody from here and watching them accomplish their goals and cross things off the list and compete at a high level, you know. But it's not only that; it's the trainers too that I see growing, and it's like you've like it's not a negative thing how they you know approach me for help because I wish I had someone that I could approach to for help but i never did i had to suffer figure shit out in the worst ways and then when i got money then i would pay all this money to learn from charles glass and and these like individuals you know had the opportunity to find someone like me that was like so innocent in the sense Mm -hmm. of like i'm just doing what i love (laughs) oh you want to you like my shit I don't know what I'm doing, but come have fun with me doing my shit and figuring out shit. You want to? Yeah. Okay. You're going to pay me? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. no. They didn't pay me. These uh, were trainers asking for oh, help. Training. Okay, yeah, the trainers it. asking for help like because they saw something in me that I was doing that attracted them to come here. But then I didn't want to. I didn't, the first thing didn't come to my mind of like, okay, you have to pay. No, it was never that because I knew where they were coming from. Yeah. And it was like, how do we make this like make sense for all of us? Mm-hmm. That was my first thing. Not money, money, money. It was like, how do I make this make, make sense, sense for all of us? Yeah, I know what you and mean have, by that. but also have fun at the same time because that, I'm not gonna like change the way I work. Mm-hmm. And remembering how they like where they started, and then seeing them now on the floor, back to back, it's like. Hey, can you like, bitch? I'm the man. I own this place. Like, you're too busy. What type of thing? You know. But but it's like, damn, they're fucking busy. And it's like, nice. Oh, you got your nails done again? How much are your nails? Go look at you. Like fucking money. What the fuck? And then now it's to the point where, like, Melissa, I'm seeing. So I usually tell Melissa, like, can you do this? Can you do that? You know. Now I see Melissa. Teaching others. No. So you know how she's a gym manager? Yeah. Now she's teaching someone else how to be the gym manager. Yeah. Because she can't be the gym manager anymore because she's so busy. I'm so busy. The gym is growing. And seeing her teach so doing what I did to her, now she's doing it to someone else. It's like, yeah. yeah. Now you're the boss bitch. Yeah. you the boss bitch. <laughs> I was like, damn, that felt fucking amazing seeing that shit. It was like, damn. Changing lives, Hell man. Yeah. Yeah. Changing yeah. lives. That's yeah. amazing, bro. Well, listen, I appreciate you for coming up here for Thank episode for 101. Me, what an amazing episode. I was like, how strict is he going to be on his schedule? You know, is it going to be cut short or whatever? I think we're close to like three hours in it. Oh, shit. shit. Right, Landon? Damn near. Yeah, Damn. fucking amazing show. Do they know that this is... This is the... And, and I made sure. I was like, 
I'm going to get this motherfucker up here. I want it to somebody that I already got a relationship with that I've known forever. This is the final episode of the Danza Project in this establishment. We are growing. There's going to be an entirely new setup. Mm. The world's about to change for us as well. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that we... Like, we, we didn't drink or anything like that or smoke in here, which is definitely yeah. different, but it yeah. was the, it, Feels it was right. organic and it felt Feels right. like the thing that was, that, that we needed and it was a perfect show. Again, I really, truly appreciate you for coming here. I appreciate fucking everything and everybody that's been a part of this establishment right here, but this mm. one's done. The Danza Project continues. Ah, this is a lifetime thing, Hello. but, but, it, but we have to say goodbye to the table. Hey, growth is good, baby. Yeah. Is good. The table's gone. Come on. So, everyone, again, make sure you subscribe. Hit that like button. The clips are coming. This one's going to be loaded with a bunch of gems for everybody. Uh, they you could they could follow you where? Where can they find you? Iron University, Glutes Daddy, uh, Iron Glute Camp, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so, again, thank you. We're signing out. Peace. Peace. Boom. Bow, 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 bow.